All right, Cleveland Moto Podcast is up and running. Uh, we have got a different crew than normal. We got a few of our members missing, so uh, I'm going to go around the table. And once again, remember, it's your name and what you've been riding. And to my left is Pete Hempling. Been riding my F800 GSA. Was at the uh, Des Moines, Iowa BMW National Rally last week. Put a lot of miles on that sucker. His left, Johnny Chrome. Riding my Tacoma pickup this week. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of Tacoma. I have been riding shit. I've been customer bikes. Customer bikes as usual. Yeah. yeah. And I have been riding shit. <laughs> Literally. Out of order. Out of order. <laughs> and next to me is Johnny Mac. Uh, I've been riding my Superhawk a little bit. I took mm-hmm. it out last night. Tried to go to the Polish Village. I caught the tail end of that. And uh, okay. I was there last night with the Red Riders. Yeah. Oh yeah. You must have left just before I got okay. there. Okay. I got there at the tail end, okay. dumped down a beer, yep. came home, worked on my KLR, got my, if you remember, I rode it up here the one night, it was dripping gas, I yeah. built a pet cock, so I've been trying to get some saddle time. It's really been mm-hmm. a slow summer for me, I haven't been riding much, but I tell you what, it's been very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. I forgot how nice it was to go out for a little late night ride when yep. you get home from work and kind of yeah. blow up the steam, mm-hmm. and it's really helped my mojo. Especially after time. the weather broke, too. I mean, the weather was oppressive, and once uh, the weather broke... You know, I mean, I rode out to Berea, took the highway and stuff, and then came back, and you know, it was just nice, you know. And I, was, I took the uh, Superhawk camping last weekend, too. It was my pit bike. Oh, really? <laughs> Mosquito Lake. <laughs> and I let my buddy Eric was riding around and stuff. We were using it to haul... Uh, Chair, beach chairs back and forth. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's fun. That's cool. And to his left, Nick DeVito, and I've been working all the rattles and squeaks out of my Vespa. Yeah. Uh, and got an Ohio license plate for it. Really? Congratulations. I found a DMV that would give me one. So you converted your Vermont? I need to know the exact location and name of that DMV. <laughs> Not go, go to idea. North Canton. <laughs> yeah, North Canton. Yeah. So you, you converted your Vermont license plate? In your name, in my name, into a title in your name. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. Yep. Good for you. That's. I mean, it's supposed to happen. Right. It's legally supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's like pulling teeth. It's according to... to the actual law, but you can't make them do it. Well, every every title lady mm-hmm. thinks they know. Yes. How it works, and they don't. Yet, if they would open the book and read it, right. it's actually in print, and it's written out for them, mm-hmm. so they don't have to interpret the law. And yet they still can read, you can read those words to them. Right. And they tell you, no. Mm-hmm. You need and a notarized bill of sale. No. I can give you one. Yeah. That's fine. I can give you a notarized bill of sale. From myself to myself. Right. Because it's in my name <laughs> exactly. in Vermont. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm putting it in my name in Ohio. I'll be happy to provide you with a notarized bill of sale from the previous owner, me, to the current owner, <laughs> me. Because what are you asking for? You're asking for the documentation I gave Vermont? Right. That they used to give me the document that you need? To give me the document that you need? Oh. It's like getting a driver's license. You have a driver's license that originally required you to have uh, a birth certificate and a social security card. But then they require you now Mm -hmm. to have bring your driver's license in and have a uh, a, a birth certificate and a social security card. Of course. To get that little star on it so you could be, like, Homeland Security approved. <laughs> <laughs> and to his left? Chris Smith. <laughs> and, uh... What you been riding? I've been riding the, uh, the Moto Guzzi, the 2013 V7 Special. Oh, yes. And, uh, the 81 Suzuki GS450. And I was able you to get the... You were going to get uh, that GS450, the furthest 
What's the question? That, uh, that, GS4, that GS450 of yours yeah. is becoming your reliable steed. I, you know, that's just a fun bike to ride. It's yeah. so light, and, yeah. it's, and it's quick, and it's fun to kind of lean around on it and stuff It's like definitely that. your... Every, time you, every week, you're like, and the GS450 uh, is a I, solid performer. Not worried got, about looking cool? Yeah, well, I, you, you know what? I'm cool just getting on it. But, he, he puts on his Buck, Buck Rogers suit. Yeah. He's got a little tweaky that rides on the back. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. So I took the uh, both Kawasaki's out. I took the concourse out uh, one day and rode that uh, around, and then I got the uh, the drifter out a little bit and uh, rode that also. So and, and, I, yeah, so you're spreading it around. No yeah. steel gas in your garage. No, that's good. No, that's nope. what it's supposed There's to be. There's no gas left in the garage. <laughs> I use Mrs. Smith's uh, lawnmower gas too. By oh the yeah. Way. yeah. Well, you got to keep it fresh. I've got it. She doesn't like it when I'm fresh. Mid- okay. Mrs. Smith is mowing the lawn. Mrs. You've Smith. never heard that story? Oh come on. <laughs> I don't need to hear it now. I guess if it's already been told. Mrs. Smith. For Mother's Day three years ago, I got her a Troy-built electric start lawnmower and a Troy-built gas edger. Who says romance is dead? For Mother's Day. (laughs) For Mother's Day. And an 18-inch push broom and an 18-inch corresponding uh, dustpan, which she doesn't touch the push broom or the dustpan, but she cuts the lawn every weekend. While you're not home. No, I can sit on the front porch and a look watcher. at her. I was going to say, yeah, maybe man. she's doing That's it while hot. you're not home. Well, I'll run in and get a bottle of water for her or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, but she's so obsessive-compulsive. She, she has to cut it this way, and yeah. then she has to cut it 90 degrees the other way because mm. it ha- or, you know, just has to look this way. And uh, go ahead. Will she let you select outfits for her to wear? Yeah, uh, she'll she'll slap oh, Ms. me around Mrs. a little bit. Mrs. Smith, you know you're the monkey woman. <laughs> Bark like a dog, right? I just figured for sure that all this mowing was happening while you weren't there, and that no, it was no, I'm, all on being, the, I'm on the front porch. Can I figured I, I figured there was a Pedro involved somewhere. I figured there was a landscaper that was like, "You mean he bought me a new mower?" Is that a go go for is that a go for in the lawn or a beaver? Sweetie, this year I want you this 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 week I want you to mow the lawn wearing this Padua Can Franciscan I come over and outfit. Can watch Mrs. Smith mow the yard? Oh no, don't let him do that. I tell you what, she'll she'll take questions. Can we all come over and, and sit there and with a beer in our hand? Left. I have I have field glasses in my truck and a Chris's left. <laughs> Steve Hofford and I've been mostly riding to work Mrs. this week. Hofford. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my zero. Yeah, I'm up to 7,500 miles. On you it. are really for yeah. the year, not for the year, oh, but yeah, yeah, since yeah. inception. Okay, yeah. And then I, I've it's ridden fun. my. When do you have to between. take it in for the uh, the first service? Uh, <laughs> Oil change. I actually have to get a blinker relay because yeah, it, it failed, it. but uh, and fill order for me. So when do you adjust the valves and the timing chain and everything? Uh, yeah, the seventh of never. I've checked the belt tension and it's fine. Mm-hmm. That's it. And really, nothing's. We can we can a few check squeaks we, in it. We can like check the belt squeaks a little bit, but we can set the timing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. We, can. we can actually set the motor timing. Yep. That's a thing that can be done. And you can upgrade the software. It doesn't need to be done, but it can be done. Yeah, and we can yeah we can do the firmware update, but so can the customer do the firmware update if they have the phone if they have if it's uh, twenty seventeen or newer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and to your left. Oh, oh, Hank Conan here, uh, a special guest for the evening. <laughs> yes, just um, learning the ropes. Got, out got dragged on. into this. What do you write, Hank? I was I was riding a was that a 
1998 uh, F-250 ambulance <laughs> <laughs> last week. Uh, oh, so you were an accomplice. Yeah, he was my accomplice yes, this I week. Was the so. accomplice when Steve picked up the uh, the ambulance, which uh, will now be turned into a uh, a two wheel resuscitation machine. We <laughs> 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 kicked around a lot of ideas about you know little businesses to right to uh, put together with it. You know. Once you own an ambulance, you have to figure out a way to at least try to make it look like you're justifying the purchase. Yes. Yeah. yes. You don't just want to be the guy with an ambulance. <laughs> well, if you keep the license siren on it, you can like get places in a hurry. You're in a real hurry. <laughs> yeah. And Hank pulled me over on the road, and my other car broke down on the way back. Oh! Hank flips on the lights, and he's yelling at me in the, with the microphone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought been... a state trooper was behind him oh. yelling at Yelling at oh, me. They didn't strip it or anything. You got you got no, the whole yeah, thing. They didn't do anything. They handed me the keys. They topped off all the fluids. <laughs> they put new yeah. tires on it. They, they, <laughs> they there was like a, almost yeah three quarter of, uh, <laughs> gas tank. Handed me the keys and like be on your way, boy. <laughs> yeah. like, Fun was lights and sirens. Can I can I ride in the back and do my best like Jack Elam? Yeah, <laughs> right. If you do ever get pulled over, the big needle. Make sure you have Jack in the back. You know, there are <laughs> fluids in the human body, and I've tasted all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's right. He was drinking from that fucking running a court load. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's something. Uh, I've been, I've ridden everything this week. I mean, I have ridden. I've been making sure to be diverse. I've ridden a lot of different bikes. But the most fun was I delivered the police motorcycle, the Zero, uh, the Zero DSRP, to the Erie Police Department, but not the Erie Police Department proper, the Erie Presque Isle, Ah. Pennsylvania Uh, Department of Natural Resources, uh, Ranger Station up on Presque Isle, right across from Beach Six. And uh, one of our podcast listeners was nice enough, uh, Matt Green, I believe it is, uh, he donated us a bottle of rye whiskey. Nice. Mm. We'll, we'll bust, bust out another podcast. But it was funny to go out there, and I'm giving these guys the spiel, you know, because we are required when we sell the bike to law enforcement agencies to give them training on the unit. So I'm giving them the training, and then three or four more guys show up, and then two or three more guys show up, and... You know, by the end of it, we had seven or eight people standing around getting training on the, you know, DSRP. And the, uh, kind of getting the hang of it and realizing what people around me know about motorcycles and what don't. And after the event, uh, he comes up and he goes, hey, I guess I need you to come over to my truck for a second. Hey, well, this is a ranger, you know. <laughs> come over to my truck for a second. Comes over and he hands me a paper bag with a bottle of rye in it. He goes, this is for the podcast. I love you guys. You're great. Sweet. <laughs> and that's just the coolest thing when somebody does that. That's just like, that just makes you feel like a million bucks. So uh, it's in the Tundra, though. I didn't ride, drive the Tundra to work here today. So, uh, But, yeah, that was a hell of a day. I delivered a bike to Erie, a bike to Youngstown. I, I did 411 miles on the truck and didn't leave the state of Ohio. Mm. So that's a pretty good day of pickups and deliveries. Fun stuff. And the guys got to have fun playing with all the lights and sirens and all the, sh- the cool shit. I like the switch that turns everything off. I do. The blackout switch yeah. is so badass. Yeah, one switch on the dashboard, press the button, everything shuts off. So we did four of those in my shop. Oh, uh, you did? The KLRs. The KLRs. So, so Cleveland bought some KLRs? Four. 
Four brand new ones. They'll be able to chase down the bad guy with a KLR, that's for sure. Outfit, yeah. them, with, <laughs> yeah, outfit them with lights, sirens, and yeah. the shebang. They are, they are black. Black is beautiful. Uh, and I still... Black bikes matter. I, I still absolutely believe that... I keep trying to sell them on the electric bikes. Every, well, time, no, I, 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 every uh, time I'm like, you should ride an electric bike. Well, they're just going to crash a more expensive vehicle. Yeah. And I mean, I think we all know that the result of... That's what these, they love about those. Is they're, they're Oh, they're only $7,000. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, they're only seven thousand dollars. But you know what didn't exist was yeah. a kit to build a cop bike yeah. out of a KLR. No, there isn't. The only people who really are riding them are out in California. Yeah. So we had some pictures and stuff, and the, you know brackets had to be made and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But honestly, if you put together a kit like yeah. with the lights, the brackets, the mounts, yeah. and everything, I mean, Zero has a kit. It's a turnkey, press one button, order whole kit. I went to their website. I yeah. was looking at zeros because uh, yeah. I was looking for information to maybe like slip under the door of yeah. you know the right lieutenant and stuff like that. The thing well, with, with the zero has a very active program. Yeah. Zero. The thing with the zero is you got the performance too. Like the Kellar is like durable and it's like it's, they, you know. they, they both, every time I tell them I'm like no gas to go bad, totally silent. Yeah, oh, you know, up, you know, eighty some foot pounds of torque up right. to hundred foot pounds of torque, right? right. Hundred plus miles an hour in the hands of the right rider. Now that's the problem. Because my my issue with the, all of this law enforcement, you have to, and I was really got I really enjoyed talking to the guys from uh, the ranger station. They had a very clear target for what the use of the, the motorcycle was going to be. They didn't have fantasy pipe dreams about what this bike was going to do. They actually they said they you know they've got a couple of motorcycles that are hidden in some you know storage area that aren't being used. Probably don't run from sitting around too long. Probably sitting I mean, around too long. I sent you guys exactly. a picture of the mothball bikes. Oh, those Harleys you sent me pictures of. They, those you know, were disgusting. They had an inch of silt on them, yeah. like the Titanic, from just sitting around for a couple of years because yeah. something stupid happened and they didn't ride them no more. Yeah. Those, gov deals those. Well, they're, they're not going they're to. Well, they're trading them in. They're you going to rock and roll, actually. They're going to rock and roll. Yep. So they're going to go to rock and roll Harley-Davidson, Seven completely burned out, clapped out Harley-Davidson motorcycles that are... Yeah, they. I don't. I don't. The pro, I don't think they really were that clapped out. Right. They look crappy. Yeah, because they've been sitting. Yeah. in a garage. So you think they'll clean up nice? If you power washed them, they yeah. look brand new. One of them, I wiped it all down. I made it like my bike. I was like, oh right. man, this would be nice, you know? Right. I'm like, they look nice. The black and silver is it's a nice sharp. paint scheme. It is. <laughs> it's I, not I, very gratifying, is it? No. no. My whole game with the the law enforcement thing is the problem we have in Cleveland has everything to do with hooligans. You know, east. You know, thugs riding around on stolen dirt bikes. That there's no way in the world a police officer who's worried about his personal safety is going to pursue and catch a 14 year old who's not worried about their personal safety. That was my comment. Save yeah. the money. Yeah. Go to the go to the impound. Yeah. Grab an old dirt bike out yeah. of there. Mm-hmm. Put some guy on there in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Don't try to catch anybody. Just try to ride with them. Hey, you just need... All, yeah. Get to know them a little bit. Right. Find out where everybody goes afterwards. Yeah. Get some names, numbers, whatever. They just call, use intelligence. Yeah, the professional term is confidential informant. And if you have a confidential informant who you know has something hanging over his head that he doesn't want to land, you can use him to get you a lot of information and get you into a community like that and find out where they're going to be and when they're going to be there. And that's when you bring the you know, cat D9... In and just you know pull the whole every which way but loose where you just run over all the motorcycles. Just do what my grandparents used <laughs> yeah. to do when people were around and they didn't want them. You just crush shoot them all. 
Shoot rocks them with rocks on loads. <laughs> See, you can't. They do fucking that. don't come back. Yeah. I'm more inclined to say all the motorcycles are lined up, and you just make an executive decision to confiscate them sideways. Yeah, <laughs> I like Im- immobilize. Confiscate them. Immobilize. immobilize them first with a long cable and about 500 feet of winch line, and hook it to one of them as you pass it through the frames of the other 300. <laughs> And you just pay the winch in. You pull the winch back in, and, and eventually you end up with this big shish kebab-looking thing of dirt bikes. You just drag it down 176 at about 45 miles. Later on, yeah, later on you figure out... It's like a trawler. Yeah, you figure out... <laughs> right, time, time to haul the net. Right, got to haul the net at some point. You figure out which ones are stolen and which ones aren't at that point. But the point is, if they don't have a license plate and they don't have a title... They're not coming to City Hall to talk to picking you. them up. Yeah, Back exactly. to the rock salt and the shotgun. When I was a kid, there was, <laughs> this, there was this old guy that lived next door to the elementary school, and the kickball would go to his yard. Yeah. And we would run over there like hell yeah. and pick up the kickball and run back yeah. before the guy shot you with rock salt. Jesus. <laughs> Did it ever occur to my to me to go home and tell my parents, like, this guy shooting me with a shotgun? Even right. Though, even no, though it was rock It was like part of the no. game, you know? It was like, the kickball <laughs> goes to the yard. But can you imagine that happening today? No. Yeah, I can't <laughs> so, Pete, did the out. new kid have to go chase the ball down? No, it was always the fastest kid, okay. which was like me or one of my buddies. You that know? wasn't me. But we would giggle. And <laughs> That's how he got the nickname Salty. <laughs> <laughs> we would giggle and run over there and this guy would here. take a shot at you through his window with a, a shotgun full of rocks oh. yeah. <laughs> one kid cut a 22 round through the cheek back home they thought it was funny to tease this one old guy and oh. yeah. he'd come out and he'd fucking yell at him and everything yeah. and one night the one kid's like you fucking <laughs> <laughs> and he right. caught a 22 round through, right through his, his cheek, cheek hole mm-hmm. yeah. Six inches, yeah six inches the other way could have been a Sorry. Yeah. Some yeah. people that you just don't want to fuck with. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess once you get up there to be 80, 90 some years old, and you yeah, don't, don't give a, a fuck. Don't don't give this fuck. What are you going to do? Put yeah. me in jail for the rest of my life? Well, well, used be, about a year. Used to get food. In my elementary school mind, I thought I was doing something wrong by going into this guy's yard to get the kickball. Right. You You're know, trespassing. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's shooting at you. But the game must go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to get the stupid kickball. That's, that, that ain't going to change. That was Mr. Ravazzini, this old guy. Ravazzini shot your friend in the face? No, the if your ball went oh, in his yeah. backyard, fuck off, forget it, don't even go out there. Oh, yeah. This, this is a good one. He's got a whole collection of balls. Everybody's got that person. We had Mrs. Hines. Uh, really? Got a collection of balls. Yeah, no, she would scream if you were playing in the street yeah. in front of her house, not even touching the yard. Yeah. All right. She would yell at you. And then the one day we were all standing there and her son came out and beat her down with a rake. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Her son came her out. Her son beat her down whoa. with a rake. With a rake. And we were just cheering. Oh, like, my damn. God. <laughs> I think I read that book. It was called The Sun Also Rises. Oh, <laughs> my God. Do you guys Very not understand the elegance of a bag of flaming shit? I mean, because really, a bag of flaming was it shit... A, was it a lawn rake or a garden rake? Well, that's probably yeah. a garden I mean, rake. I think it was a, a, it was a leaf rake. rake. You know, like the one rake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You beat them okay. down with the other rake, they have to head. That's probably why Mr. Ravazzini <laughs> It was in a thatching rake. Because oh <laughs> we used to doggy pile. We lit the flaming bag of shit. <laughs> yeah. And then we would corn. Like, we're hillbillies. So we would yeah. throw corn at people's houses <laughs> for Halloween. And, it, well, it hits your windows and stuff. So we'd line up six guys across with a whole bag and just be like, cotton corn? No, not Hard cotton. feed corn. You're off the cob. Off the cob. Corn stocks. I was going to say, a cob yeah, corn will break a window, right? Yeah. 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 Just, and we would not stop throwing it until he came out, and then we'd throw some more. And then, <laughs> and then we'd run away. 
I, I feel terrible because like we were just felonious toilet paper users. <laughs> That's you, weird because you toilet know paper you do toilet paper and then light it on fire. Okay, yeah. Now, and nowadays, your, your vandal game is way stronger. Than <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, they squeeze that corn and they put it in your motorcycle tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fucks everything up, bastard. <laughs> There was yeah. the frozen oranges, throwing them at cars, driving down the highway. Frozen oranges? <laughs> <laughs> one time, somebody had a bag of oranges, you. they froze up, it's so we took them and we threw it, well, semi, smashed yeah. the windshield out. Do not try yeah, this yeah. at home. Frozen <laughs> chickens threw a gun. Oh. <laughs> the uh, wrapping 100-pound test between telephone poles, and then the cop car went Ooh. by, and it was like, <laughs> 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 God damn. One kid threw a bag. How did anybody survive your neighborhood? <laughs> guy, one kid threw a lawn clipping. Somebody had lawn clippings. Yeah. He opened the door to their car and just dumped them all through the car. In the car. In the car. Woof. You're rotten, terrible human beings. I didn't do any of this. I was just right there, half a step behind whenever it was happening. Laughing. Laughing. I'm going to come up with something better next time. Oh, when I, that windshield yeah. smashed in the Damn, that's a good idea. Like, well, yeah. Well, he was like, yeah, I have a plan. Do. You carry it out. <laughs> this is a really great idea for you. Yeah. That's that's just awful. Yeah. The uh, Back to motorcycles. As yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went off so the rail. So tell me a little bit more about the experience you've had with TomTom. Uh-huh. So, you know, TomTom, I don't, I don't personally partake of the, the navigation systems on a motorcycle. I use my phone um, because I don't go anywhere that exciting. But you've had a TomTom. Uh, I'm for a, a TomTom lover. Yeah, I love TomTom for car navigation. I've and TomTom appreciates it. I've had a TomTom one. I've had, I've had numerous TomTom ones. TomTom one, Tom Tom one extra large, whatever, in my car for years. See you, Badger. Ciao. And then, um, about ten years ago, I was at a BMW rally and a door prize. I won a Garmin Zumo. Which I liked. I used the Garmin Zumo, but I always preferred TomTom. So when it came time to replace the Zumo, I bought a TomTom Rider 400. Well, the first time it hit the rain, it stopped working. And it was an inopportune moment. And it was... TomTom let you down. 14 months into its life, which it had a 12-month warranty. Oh, so imagine that. I, I called the company that I bought it from, and I said, uh, which was a well-known mail-order motorcycle supplier, and they said, yeah, yeah go pound salt, you know, which right. I fully expected. Yeah. Yeah. So I appealed to TomTom's, I, 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 I talked to TomTom, and I said, hey, here's the problem. I love TomTom. I'm a dedicated TomTom user. Except for the garment I had for the last. <laughs> well, I said I, I, I would have never purchased it, but it was right. it yeah. fell in my lap, you know, right. so I've been using it, but... When it came time to replace that one, I said, I'm going to buy a TomTom rider. And the first time it got wet, it stopped working. And I was grossly disappointed. TomTom came through in stellar colors. or you know, They, they, they replaced it with a brand new, top of the line, just came out, TomTom 550. Oh, they oh, nice. World maps. Yeah, they wow. gave me the best one that they have available at this time. They replaced it. So I'm giving big props to wow. TomTom. Well, that's that, super cool. Yeah, so it, it just uh, it just arrived this week or last week. And yeah, I, I haven't even mounted to the bike yet, but um, looking very much forward. How to does TomTom Tom do their updates and their maps? Are they free forever? 
They're free forever, okay. and they now download through Wi-Fi on the new 550, which means you don't oh, have to connect nice. it. You don't have to have a computer at all. You don't have to have a cord and plug it into your... No, yeah. right. No downloading, wow. uh, and yeah, it d does it all through Wi-Fi, and connects that to your phone, read text. The text will go through your TomTom -tom to your helmet if you have a scene or some, some sort of a okay, intercom. Bluetooth intercom, yeah. Did you have to send the old one back into it? I did. I sent it to Texas, which was... Um, <clears throat> I called the 800 number, I got a case number going, whatever. Yeah. And originally they denied me. They said, we'll give you 25% off on a new unit. Right. And then um, eventually I said, you know, that really doesn't satisfy me. I've, I've lost faith, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they said, well, we're, as a one-time thing, mm -hmm. we're going we're gonna to replace Courtesy, it. Courtesy, yeah. Courtesy, yeah. And that's the thing is being able to stay. hang in there for that second step. Yeah. Because I told them, I said, you know what? I said, I understand it's out of warranty, but I really expected this thing to last more than 14 months and last through more than one serious rainstorm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can, can you get more for the rest of us <laughs> on, that, on, on, on that same claim number? I'm going to guess no. <laughs> yeah, that, that Harley-Davidson Road King over there came with a uh, Zumo. Mm -hmm. So it came with a, a Garmin uh, device, and it's old. It's an older device. But it's got the, the nice wired-in bracket and all that kick-ass stuff. And so, of course, I take the thing home, and I plug it into my computer because I'd like to bring this into the 21st century, if it's at all possible. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to have it be able to show the street that I live on. Uh, but the, I contact, I, I download it, and they do not have free downloads. Not at all. And in fact, the first thing that they said was when I plugged it in, they said that uh, the operating system of my device was too old. And they recommended I replace the device. Right. Sometimes so. they, don't, they don't support them after so many years. Yeah. So their solution was, congratulations, we don't support the thing we sold you anymore. You should buy. And that's very Apple of them. i got to give them credit. That's uh, very forward thinking. Like, mm -hmm. my iPhone's thought that I'm number one for a long time because every time I look at the settings, it says number one on it. So it's... it's there's, a, there's an app update there. There's an iOS that I will never update to. And yeah. it thinks I should update. Like, every 48 hours, it's reminding me that I have to update my iOS. My new phone will not yeah. let me not update. Mm. I'm like, so, I don't oh, know. Oh, really? I got the new phone, and yeah. it downloaded my profile from the cloud and everything. Yeah. This is a droid. Sure. But he's like, my God, you're updating 41 uh, apps. I'm like, right. yeah, I never let it up update. I never let it update, right. Oh, you can't do that with this phone. This phone has to automatically update. Automatically update. Oh, well, no, my iOS, I missed the whole... I got the new iOS, and now my battery lasts, you know, 17 minutes. Um, I've been staying on the older operating system, and because I'm staying on the older operating system, my older phone and my older operating system work well, and I get two days battery life out of an iPhone. And memory-wise. Like yes. My wife had an eight, you know, an iPhone 5C yeah. with 8 gigs of memory. Well, yeah. seven, a 6 point something is the whole operating system. The operating system, system. Yeah. yeah. You can't even take a picture. I have so, a, so then do you have to uh, upgrade with a 5 and a quarter inch floppy drive? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That, that's, because I, I put that in the old TRS-80 at the house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get that thing humming, shooting right along. It's good. I got the uh, 14 mode. the Model 3? I got the 14 4 mode. It does a good job. <laughs> it runs fine. Yeah. I have a... I have a friend who has bing, a, bing, a 5C bing. also and he brought it to the Apple store for something and mm -hmm. they noticed that he hasn't updated the software in years and they weren't and, happy about it well yeah. the, he said that the guy who was helping him was like yeah I don't blame you yeah. don't, don't keep do it, it this yeah. way mm -hmm. keep it old mm -hmm. and it is fun I mean it's completely good I get to very and I'm very good about having the thing I've all the settings dumbed down 
to the point where nothing does anything automatically. My battery life lasts a really long time. I'm perpetually in power save mode. From the time I take it off the charger, the first thing I do is put it into battery save mode. And that's good because then it doesn't do all those horrible things I don't want it to do. I put a new battery in Peggy's. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally easy to do. It's not the hardest thing to do to put a battery in those. Uh, back to uh, Cleveland phone. Cleveland photo. Back to <laughs> navigation <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. I use a combination of my phone, mm -hmm. the GPS that's hardwired mounted to the bike, right. that's a motorcycle-specific one that's wired right. to the bike, waterproof, allegedly, um, <laughs> and paper maps. Yeah. I am not beyond yeah. paper maps. Yeah. And like last week when I went to Des Moines, if you look at a, a map from Cleveland to Des Moines, it's due west. Yes, it is. But I want to stay off the interstate, so I'm right. not riding in Interstate 80. Nope. So, most GPSs or phones, you can just go to a compass mode. Yep. All I know is I have to go due west. Yep. So as long as I'm going 270 degrees to the west, You're gonna be fine. I know I'm going to get where I That's need exactly to be right. eventually. You maintain that heading, you'll be fine. If I go 500 miles and I haven't run into Des Moines yet, I can like... <laughs> You know, like do a little reconsidering. Milwaukee. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be that far off because I'm not going through Chicago. Exactly. Um, How the hell did I miss Chicago? And that's the reason I stayed off Interstate 80. Yeah, I don't, don't want to go any part Chicago, of that. So yeah. I just dropped a little bit south. I went through every cornfield between here and the Mississippi River. Yeah. And uh, it's an 80 go south of Chicago, though, right? You yeah. Just, it's that, that, that little side. that little stretch is bad, though. It's still a pain between in the Gary and. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Gary Hammond. No, you so what do you go through? You want to avoid Gary and just all together. I mean, you go I don't even know. 20 I on, or 30? Nope. Yeah. I was on two-lane roads. I was on, like, county highways. Which is more okay. fun. Because I mean, all it, did you end up in Storm Lake, Iowa? No, I was not in Storm Lake, no. <clears throat> no, I, I never hit that. Richie Havens, that's the last place he ever saw. Oh, what? That was Clear Lake. <laughs> Richie Havens? Clear, Clear Lake. That's way Clear north. Lake. That's yeah. due north of Des Moines, but yeah, I wanted to get up uh, there, but I didn't make Sioux it up City, there. Yeah. Well, yeah. The big bopper. Yeah. Richie Havens. So Richie Valens. Is that where they crashed? Richie, yeah. Richie Valens. We Richie Valens. Yeah. Richie Buddy Valens. Holly. His cousin. Yeah, yeah. Richie Havens. No. <laughs> 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 Richie Havens wasn't born yet. Home. Blue. So uh, we are going to have an event coming up. So the 27th of this month, uh, coming up here rather shortly, we are going to have the uh, Mama Seven Chai days. Flat Out Friday. Exactly. Seven whole days. So, uh, fuck off Friday. Fuck off Friday. <laughs> uh, Flat Chested Friday is going to be on the 27th. And uh, what that is, is Mama tried. Is, uh, it's going to happen at the, uh, is this the Gundarina Convocation Center? No, no. Center? the Woolstein Center, Center at CSU. Yeah, Cleveland State University. You're clearly wrong. Center. It's at the Woolstein Center at CSU. <laughs> there you go. I knew if I list, went through the whole chain, I'd hit one of them eventually. It's at Jacobs Field. That, uh, it's at the Woolstein yeah. Center so at CSU. It's dirt track. Dirt track at Ninety foot bases. Yeah. And so what they're doing is they're running, uh, they're running indoor oval track, on concrete, with a nice base of Dr Pepper. So look for the Dr sure. Pepper tanker trucks. That's supposed to help us make it a little stickier, right? Yes, it does. I mean, like, yeah, less it makes slippery. it a lot. No, stickier. that makes it slippery, John. Come on. Well, when you go down, joking, keep your tongue out. Just for the layman out there, it's sort of a question to help provide some information. And you know? I know Sleepy sorry, has talked about Sleepy's talked about running his hmm. maniacal. Uh, oh. Dirt bike that he or his mini bike that he picked up at Mid Ohio, the Mean Green is, Machine. Yeah, 212 mm -hmm. cc's and way too fast. Um, but that is perfect for the boonie class. Got to be pool start. I don't know if he has a removable or folding left foot peg though. 
I know that that can be made to happen. We yeah, can remove a footpack. Yeah, we can remove all the footpacks. I recommend removal of all things. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I was thinking about putting one of these spades in it. I got that white spade there. And I was thinking how nice it would look in uh, Evil Knievel livery. <laughs> and then I started looking at it and thinking about all the things I would have to take off in order to put it on the track. Have you yeah. ever seen the videos uh, in Japan of the circle track guys? So they have a circle track guy, like the dedicated circle. So this guy looks like he's out of the 70s or whatever. He's got shoulder pads, a weird-ass helmet, but he's got a bike built for only left-hand turns. Like his hand, it, it's yeah. his, his <laughs> handlebars are like this. He's built. He's built a full. You know what yeah. I mean? Polish like, speedway bike. I got an old set of handlebars <laughs> yeah. that are already this big. We cut the one side down and right. re-weld it down like this, oh. and actually just make a left-handed bike that you can just. Well, I mean, I'm not planning. We're on not going anywhere. Winning. I'm planning yeah. on not dying. Like, that only, would be an The only strategy is I have not to die. Say, I have to say that that night I'm going to be at the. At work at the fire station. Oh, you really? And I will have a uh, ambulance at my disposal. <laughs> hey, but wouldn't it be cool if we showed up on our own ambulance? Yeah. Hey, hey, now you're talking. That's what we're thinking. That's within our power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we got the rear air working. You do? Well, nice. We, right. we show up on our own ambulance, then we're, that shows that we're just professionals. We bring the green, uh, mean green machine out on a stretcher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring it in. Oh, yeah, that'd be funny. We have that to bring it back in a stretcher. Dump it off. Yeah. But it is... And sleepy. The Keystone Keystone paramedics. Yeah, I was looking at that. I kind of was watching the videos, watching the YouTube videos of previous Mama Tried events. People eat shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's rather spectacular. In fact, uh, I'd say the most dangerous thing on the track are the assholes on the track. Uh, Because the track is very innocuous. It's just concrete. So the worst thing about it is it's really hard. So you can take care of that with a good base layer of like snowboard body armor. Gear. Body armor, yeah, 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 that's right. But so they wipe out. It's like the scene in uh, Running Man where Richard, where they kill the guys, and Richard Dawson goes, "Let's have a moment of silence for he was uh, a fine man." What I can tell you is, dim. when they wipe out, they don't slide. They stick. This whole thing might as well be called a rat trap. This whole thing is a glue trap. You're riding on a glue trap. So when you when you wipe out. The bike doesn't. The bike slides. A lot of high sides, from what I can yeah, see. Yeah, like, I can tell. A lot of high, high sides. Side. There's a hell of a lot of low side high sides. The bike, once it's off the rubber, the bike slides great because it's riding on you know peg mounts and shit like that. Metal, metal on the concrete goes really far, but the human being part of it looks like a rat on a fucking glue trap. <laughs> Because as soon as you crash, you stop. Well, at least your clothing stops. Your genitals try to keep going. Like, all your guts and everything else tries to go out the bottom of your pant legs. But it doesn't work because you're stuck, right? Because they just got run over. And then the guy behind you runs you over on whatever death trap he's riding. Which is usually, like, a farm... So the classes are, let's say, we know about the boonie, that's a pool start. Pool start. There's the inappropriate right. class, inappropriate where some class. bike is supposed to be some bullshit thing you shouldn't even I think there. I think the one in Milwaukee, the one guy was using a snowmobile. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not kidding. A snowmobile with wheels where there should be yeah. skis. And the other guy was running a PC-800 with full police lighting rig. He won. Define win. <laughs> he came <laughs> over the line show, showing up on a PC yeah. 800 with I watched that winning. Video. I watched that video so many times, and it became impossible to determine who was leading 
And who was two laps behind? But it was annoying because every time that PC 800 yeah. came out, I was like, wee, wee, wee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wee, yeah, wee, yeah. Wee. Sirens. Was it like the barrel racing at Middle Ohio? <laughs> it was like the barrel racing, but less controlled. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it was uh, like the barrel racing, but less. <laughs> my brother, my brother tells me I joined in on that. You did for a minute. <laughs> we have reports that you joined the barrel racing for a hot minute. There's a video you of you no getting about four feet of air off the Nada ramp. <laughs> <laughs> the impressive yeah. thing was not the air that you got on the Nada ramp; was the range you got on the Nada ramp. <laughs> because I hadn't yet, I had yet to draw characters on the ground <laughs> far enough to accommodate how far you went on the jump. Because because I drew, I drew characters out to like 12 or 13 feet, figuring nobody's going to go this far off of what is essentially a 14-inch ramp. Nope. There comes Pete. Woo! Uh, I think, I think the two most inches of suspension travel. I think the ruckus has a little silver wing in it. <laughs> the, the most impressive part was the fact that you were able to stop afterwards. Yeah. That was crazy. Because downhill... downhill that was scarier than the not yeah. ramp itself. I, well, I wasn't scared. <laughs> brown trousers, brown trousers, brown trousers. Yeah, the skid marks weren't on just on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was brilliant. So, I just yeah. remember when I landed and got it to a stop. There was a guy like three spots down. He's like. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> there was like good job. But there was like sarcasm. He's like, you fucking asshole. Good job. Yeah. Way to go, Tiger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your spine was sticking out the top you of your head. Well, I, was ra- I was rather proud of myself. It's like when it went off the ramp, like the, the bike was at the perfect level. It was planed out perfectly. Yeah, exactly. It was planed right. out. Had that ramp been two inches higher, you never would have survived that. No. Had the ramp been two inches lower, wouldn't have been spectacular. You know, yeah. that whole thing, like it was getting, it was reaching critical mass. <laughs> to where people were starting to flock. Yes. And if we hadn't shut it down, when if you had, sh- if well, you hadn't had the wisdom to, to be like, you know what, this has got to stop. That's then like the party from the corner yeah. would have been the party at I our place, tell you. and it yeah. would have been all night long. People sending it up. That stupid. The problem ramp. was we did, we thought about everything except for rundown area. Yeah. yeah. And the problem was we didn't have a rundown area. We had those people's campsites. (laughs) And if you were off by two degrees, left or right, you were in somebody's fucking campsite. So you had... Well, hello there, stranger. Well, if you look at the launch, like, if you NASA this shit out, if you're off by, like, two degrees, at 200 feet, you're off by 14 or 18 feet, which that road was only 12 feet wide. You yeah. shot from Mars and you hit Jupiter. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, close call on Uranus. Did you, did, did you guys have any landing lights? Yeah, we did. Just okay. the one on the front of the bike. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the red nose on the fucker operating it. Speaking and of Uranus, uh, my brother broke his tailbone that weekend. <laughs> really? <laughs> How did he break his tailbone? Well, we had to go pick up a bike on the other end of the track, and yeah. he was on the back of the ruckus. Uh-huh. And. You know the bar that goes around the back yeah, behind yeah, the yeah, seat. Yeah, he says his balls were hanging off the back of the seat, <laughs> and his tailbone was on that bar. It was on the bar. Oh, was he yeah. sitting backwards? Yeah. No, no, no. no he, was he was sitting, sitting forward, oh. but his balls were in the hole between the seat oh, and the bar. Yeah. yeah. So his tailbone uh, was <laughs> right on the happens. bar. Right on the bar. On the metal bar. Diagnosed broken. Broken tailbone. Toxics. Broken toxics. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't hurt. 
Well, <laughs> well, when I, I was driving, he was he was pretty premedicated. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, and he wasn't complaining at the time. He was giggling oh, like a schoolgirl. He laid down there. a good base yeah, of alcohol, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, that hurt." Okay, keep driving. He couldn't have taken him to the hospital if he wanted to. No, he couldn't have. No. Oh, you get arrested for abuse of a corpse. <laughs> he's fully recovered. Well, he's not fully recovered, but he's on the road to recovery at this point. He's like I, said, wear I broke my ankle and didn't know it at band camp. <laughs> yeah. So when I got back from band camp, I was like, loading up from band camp. My ankle was swollen. I was like, ah, I tweaked my ankle, falling off with, you know, girl on the back. You know, mud. Mud bogging the girl. Mud bogging the GS two hundred or mud bogging the GS two ten, and mud bogging the bike, and then you crash, and that happens. And you just you know you get yeah. in the shower, you hose yourself off, and life's good. And then the, it just never stopped hurting. Like it just never started to get better, and the swelling was still big. And I'd elevate it and hydrate it and rub alcohol on it from the inside and do all the good <laughs> stuff that we do. And it never got better. And then got to band or got to AMA vintage days and I'm loading bikes up in the bus. Remember the bus? My bus is gone. Uh, but loading stuff bus up in the bus. Is, but a memory. Bus is gone. Bus is gone. Moment we have, of, but we have an ambulance silence now. for the bus. Moment of silence we have an ambulance now. So memories. $840 of the tires on the way out. Yeah. Fucking bus got me. I had to get you one. Got Remember me the one. bus. Got Bang! <laughs> Boom! And 20 minutes later, boom, again. Mm. Yeah, we all peed a little bit. You know, but the, uh, <laughs> what yeah, those guys I, need to know is they need to replace the rest. I mean, for yeah. obvious reasons, they need to replace the rest. But when you put two different tires on one of those buds, yeah. it's amazing how fast it kills one or the other. Look, um, these two outers went out within literally 20 miles of each mm-hmm. other. Like I said, I lost three tires on the yep. way back from Mojito, down yeah. and back from Mojito. Yeah. Mm. Like, they just all started going to shit. When? This time? No, no, no. Like before before I learned my lesson, maybe right. I match belts like on a fan belt or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. The point right. is, with any vehicle situation, you lose a tire. Look at the other three very carefully. In my case, look at the other five very carefully because it, it they went fast. They were out of there. But yeah, I went and got an X-ray. And turns out I broke my ankle at band camp. God damn! So the whole time at AMA Vintage Days, when we got there and we were loading in. <laughs> you pushing me around trying to get the well. My bike ankle there. was so jacked when I got once we'd loaded up and made the trip, and I'd loaded all the bikes up, made the trip down there, took one step on that giant gravel at Mid Ohio, and my foot, my foot was hurting. So I put the motocross boots on, and once I put the motocross boots on, I could operate Mid Ohio no problem. But I cinched them down tight. Well, then I didn't. As long as that motocross boot was on. I had no pain. That was great. I was pushing you around on a damn motorcycle a lot. A lot. With a bad leg, with a broken ankle, apparently. So, yeah, when I got the x-ray, the doctor was like, well, you know, this is broken, right? And I said, no. <laughs> and he said, well, it's broken. Well, and he goes, and by the looks of the x-ray, it's been broken for a while. And I went, yeah, the band camp was, yeah, okay, it's been a little while. But June three 23rd. Three weeks or so. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he goes, all right. And I said, well, what are we going to do about it? He goes, what have you been doing about it? And I said, well, when I do heavy operations, I wear a motocross boot. And he goes, okay, seems to be working for you. And I said, well, is there anything we need to do now? And he goes, well, I can prescribe you an air cast, but it's not going to do anything that the motocross boot isn't doing. And he says, do you plan on doing a lot of running? Fuck no. Like for your living. And for I went, living. well, no. I'm like, I'm not a runner by any, you know, the left leg took care of that ever being an issue. And he goes, well, he goes, and we're not going to re-break it and set it correctly and put it back together. And we're just going to let it heal the way it is. And it's it's healing. 
So you're fine. Well, let's see it. Come on. No, there's nothing to see. It's a goddamn animal. Uh. <laughs> are you sure? Are you are you sure you're supposed to put that in the pool? <laughs> That's still festering, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Okay. I think yeah, go shower first. Answer. Go shower first. But yeah, so that was that one. So sometimes you break a bone, you don't even know about it. Good. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't foresee that I will be getting on the track at Mama Tried indoor flat track Come on concrete. No, don't be a pussy. I am all. Yeah, exactly. I'm all for cinch doing it though. I'm all for oh, cinch yeah. doing it though. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got the right equipment, and we just got the trick with cinch is, I think we got to get him. Premedicated. Yeah, I think yes, we need definitely. to get him. Well, I mean, well, he wrecked five times in one ride down at Middle Ohio and didn't get hurt one bit. So but, I'm like, yeah. but he was he tra- he trained up to that point. Right, right. He trained <laughs> up to that. Point. Well, right. we he did not his... just go into that with no stretching. He did a proper course of stroch- stretching <laughs> and some pre I think he needs peer support though. Too. Can we yeah. set up a little oval yeah. somewhere where he can like get some laps <laughs> in there? Yeah. No, I think it's better he goes at that one. Get him a few wobbly pops, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> what a call. No, what we need to do is yeah. get a Bomberland and have all of us ride it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. We could, I don't know if you're allowed to have passengers, but that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, come on. We could make a Bomberland out of a mini. <laughs> I was going to say. We could do it on a right. C70. Right. <laughs> we oh. could put all of us on a C70. It'll Bruce has it. a pile of mini bikes. Not, you know how many he bought yeah. down there? Yeah. He's got another whole. He has yeah. every. Okay. I'm thinking we just take a train of mini bikes. Centipede this fucker. <laughs> Cut it in half. Centipede them and weld them together. And then just go around that track and fuck with people. Maybe like double tires in the front. Double in the rear. Be like be trained out so you're at least half the track. He has a double engine one too. Really? That's the engineer. Two, you know, two Briggs and Stratton's chained together, so they run in a V-twin no transmission. Oh, my God. That's a chain chain crank to crank, so they, you pull one. You only have to pull one. Oh, yeah, and it's and it chain starts, crank to crank. Some sort it's, of experimental Chains don't ever track. But no, what no, would no, even no, be no, better? <laughs> 17 what people killed. What could ever go wrong? Perfectly <laughs> you, adjust the, you adjust the synchrony. I mean, you built it when he was like 10. Yeah, you adjust the timing by moving the forward motor. Forward it's how you adjust the timing. <laughs> what you have to have is a guy on the back that can steer too. Yes. Oh, Fire there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. I like the rascals. Where are we yeah. going? I don't know, but I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> the back end passing yeah. the front. Yeah. Yeah. You just pull the little rascals. <laughs> yeah. No wonder we don't register with millennials. I'll give I'll give you another Tiller uh, man in that quote when, uh, when Kramer's on the back and Seinfeld and he's like. Who's that back there? He's like, K-Man's got the caboose. <laughs> K-Man's got the caboose. <laughs> uh, we sold a Versus 1000 this week. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Is that the green one? No, the black, the black one. one. The black one. Yeah, the black, uh, basically the uh, the tall concourse. I didn't know there was a Versus 1000. There is. It's right over there. Oh, we'll just... yeah. It's right over there. Go figure. I thought they were all 650s. I know, you, right? You wouldn't think that they would make 100 plus horsepower Versus. What year? That's 2014 or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Modernish. Yeah. Yeah. Modernish. And uh, but the funny thing is, the guy that bought it went to my high school. I didn't know him. He was you know three or four years ahead of me. You eat it with your teeth. But what's hilarious is the bike that he had before. You wouldn't think would be the the post bike. It was kind of a leap. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to play a little game, and uh, but I'm going to be real liberal. So mm-hmm. the man buys a Versys 1000 for in the neighborhood of $10,000, okay? Which has got bags and the whole deal. 
It's a hell of a neighborhood. Yep. And he puts... Now, John can't answer because Chrome knows this. Chrome knows the answer. But he takes the bag off his previous bike and transplants it onto the Versus. We're doing that for him. Okay? That gives you a clue. The top case. The top case. Okay? Now, I will give you clues if you ask questions. We'll do 20-question style. Okay? But his previous bike that he gave us for free because it had no trade-in value due to the extensive amount of wear that it had received uh, is a certain type of bike. 20 questions, fire away. First question. Was it a scooter? Yes. (laughs) Next question. Come on, guys. Was it a body? No. Was it a Vespa? No. Was it a Kimco? No, it was not a Honda. It was not a Kimco. Piaggio. Not a Piaggio. Was it 150 cc's? No. Was Was it green? No. Was it an Italian? No. Was it Chinese? No. Ding, ding, ten. Halfway there. Ten. Halfway there. Can we reset? No, (laughs) you can't. Was it Japanese? Yes. Is it a Metropolitan? No. It's a Bergman. Yes. Oh, there you go. 650. Yes. It is a Bergman 650 with... 12 questions. Fucking side cases. Well done, man. Well done. Yeah. With Slovenian engineered brackets to carry the full-size monolock cases from GV vertically. If you can imagine That's a Bergman, cool. a Bergman's a wide bike. Yeah, it's supposed to be eight then feet across. It is ass. giant. <laughs> you look at this bike and you think this is like coming in for a carrier landing and it might not make it. This is a very wide motor scooter. It has three of the full-size, giant size, I'm sorry, mono-key cases from GV mounted to these very ornately laser-cut, not nearly thick enough case mounts. So those cases oh. on the side are like hit the wrong bump and you're losing both cases at the same time. And the big old giant top case. But yeah, he had a Bergman that he put about 30,000, what I can wow. assume are the hardest miles ever on a Bergman. Push button, you know, the, the, the auto shift transmission yeah. and all yeah. that shit. A DTC? Yep. Yeah. And that's not even, a, I don't even think that's a DTC, John. I think that's the Suzuki Bergman 650 might just be a weird... Yeah, um, I think you're right. Step. A CVT you can yeah, have a Tiptronic yeah. on. Yep, a Tiptronic CVT. Yeah. So what is, yeah, what, is, what does John win for the winning answer? I didn't get the winning answer. No, he, he got the winning answer. He got another down. Well, Steve doesn't get <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, let's give John something. He can I ride the Bergman we got something. for free. So the uh, I'll ride it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You won't because it's got a list. Oh. It's got shit. It, it's got. Look, Steve, there's there's welding what needs to be done. Yeah. I can do that. This is a Bergman that needs some welding, yeah. The Bergman is like the babe of, of the blue ox of the scooter world. It is. It's just like, yeah. It's like the, just a big old The Bergman is really... Horse. Well, and the thing with the Bergman is, usually the guy riding a Bergman is just that guy. Like, you never like seeing the guy riding a Bergman coming into your shop. Like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> babe the blue ox. Yeah. It's usually a guy that, he, he swore off of Gold Wings in 83, and he's been riding other things since then. You know, he's been riding, like, big Harley baggers and shit since then. And, and now he can't lift up any other motorcycle except for the couch. You know, so he's got the Bergman couch. It's low to the ground. Step through. Step through. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of storage. Wide bed. 
Why wide? Is, they're so wide. And I can't ever look at a Bergman and go, oh, I can see why they did that. No. The Bergman is just ridiculous. They should paint him like polka dotted. Yeah. Like that lady bending over in the, in yes. the garden. Yes. Like the wooden <laughs> lady bending over the garden. Because, yeah, that ass on a Bergman is so big. <laughs> and the other thing about the Bergman is every single person that owns one brags about how fast it is. <laughs> well, meanwhile, we did check, and the Bergman does weigh more than any other 650cc Suzuki motorcycle. More than a silver wing? Well, no, more than anything Suzuki sells. Really? So if you look at Suzuki's big, like uh, their uh, the C50. A DR650, no problem, it's way heavier. No, way heavier. If you look at the, the, the Boulevard. C50 Boulevard. Bergman's heavier. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Is that yeah. a two, that's a two-cylinder, right? It is a two-cylinder. And the cylinders are parallel, and basically, when you're sitting in the seat, they're about seven inches below your scrotum. Almost because horizontal? The cylinders are almost, they are horizontal, and they run fore and aft. 180 degree? Uh, yeah, 180 degree crank under your balls. Can you feel them punching your nutsack? Nope, because <laughs> they're going forward. Uh, forget and, it. Forget it. I'm uh, valve adjustments, <laughs> you can't get there from here. So valve adjustments on a Bergman, it's a good thing the transmissions tend to blow up before they actually need valve adjustments. <laughs> so they don't they usually live long enough to see a valve adjustment. What is the top speed of a, of Bergman? a Bergman? I don't know, but I remember a while ago there was a, a very heated battle between the mega scooters. And so the Piaggio BV500, the Honda Silverwing 600, and the Bergman 650, and the Aprilia Atlantic 500, all... A German magazine called Motoretta did a shootout between all the 500s. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Silverwing may have been the fastest at 115 miles an hour. Yeah, but don't they have a high speed instability? They all do. Yeah. John just over 90. The it's BB a scooter. The Bergman, <laughs> the Bergman is 593 pounds. Yes, the, the Berg, Bergman executive. Yeah. So they all have high speed instability. Yeah. The BV is solid up to 90. Yeah, and then it gets scary. BVs have a little bigger wheels, don't they? They do. The BV has a motorcycle-sized wheel, yeah. whereas the Bergman has a scooter-sized wheel. Um, this Bergman's running 12 and 13s, where the BV's running 14 16. The uh, the trouble with these bikes is the unsprung weight. So mm-hmm. the motor and the transmission and all the goodness that goes with it is not part of the sprung weight of the motorcycle. So it's a big pivot point. So the transmission of the motor is essentially the swing arm. It's got a jackknife. That jack- a yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's there's bushings back there that allow the motor to have some lateral play. And when we see these bikes coming in with, you know, 15 years or 20,000 miles on them, the back tire can be moved two to three inches left and right. The bushing shot? Yep. Every single one of them. Yeah, and on a lot of them, changing those bushings is not a user serviceable item. I know the helix is scary. Yep. And they start to list. They do. They do? Yes, they do. <laughs> About 10 degrees <laughs> to starboard, usually. <laughs> or like you're following them down the road, yeah. like the, the front wheels on this line yeah. and the back, and the back wheels, wheels on this line. Dog yeah. track. They're yeah. dog tracking. They're crabbing. Crabbing, yeah. yeah. They're crabbing because those bushings are bad. Like an old Chevy Nova. Yep. Yeah. And it's real common on the big super scooters. You see a lot of that. Uh, hey, interesting. Would you guys like to guess 
what the BMW 310, the little, you know, the Indian, mm-hmm. uh, the Hindustanian uh, Indian BMW got recalled for recently. It got recalled because... And it's something I pointed out while we were sitting on them at the motorcycle show. Too much curry in the tank? No. <laughs> Just the right <laughs> amount of curry in the tank. Um, positioning... Is it a positioning thing? It's a... The problem was only noticed by Americans. Turn signals. The side stand fails and cracks the frame because Ooh, Americans oh, are... Fat. Larger. Fat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, by having it down and Fat. standing on the peg. So if you st- if you get on your bike adventure rider style, which I had to train the guy that bought the Versus 1000, because um, he couldn't, standing on the ground, he couldn't lift his leg over. He's a big dude, but he didn't know the technique of scampering up onto the motorcycle adventure style. But if you scamper up onto the BMW 310 adventure style... There's a very good chance the bike will end up on the on the side on its side on the ground, or on top of you, <laughs> or on top of you, and broken ankle. Uh, but hey, you know all about that. Kind of weird, isn't it? So yeah, the uh, yeah the BMW 310 is being recalled because mm. the um, side stand, the side stand mount is welded into the frame, very much like an old Honda is. We're in Enfield. Yep. Yeah. So if the side stand fails, it actually rips the frame. So it peels the frame. I remember working on this old metal weld shit don't alloy very well. Yeah. I had to weld the shit out of the kickstand or something because need to be riveted. Oh no, it was the brake pivot bracket. The brake pivot bracket on a on a sidecar. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, yeah. it's a freaking. You hit the brake pedal too hard and the whole thing. The whole hurt. thing curled under. So I had to bend it back and fucking just in my half-ass welding. It's just awful. I'm not gonna even lie. I well, just I, threw a chunk of metal up there. It was utilitarian and was like, welding, yeah. But the point is, when the customer stood on the foot pegs on that bike, yeah. when the customer stood on the foot pegs, the foot peg peeled yeah. the tubing of the frame, yeah. which is exactly what's happening on these BMWs. I've seen some of the pictures of it, and what's happening is... The tube opens up. The tube rips. opens up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it rips the tube yeah. open, which usually means that the steel that they're using for the frame isn't really... Chinese. Yeah, oh. well, Indianium. I've seen that yeah, on one other bike. In the where? Ascot, a V, uh, VT500 Ascot. Mm-hmm. I saw that on on that right by the kickstand. It yeah. eroded away, and there was a, a gaping hole, like yeah. right oh. where, yeah. Yeah. where the side stand fit. Yeah. We do, happens. We have seen people tie bikes and motorcycles in uh, to their trailer, and they'll they'll tie the bike in on the side stand, and they'll ratchet strap that fucker down. And I'll watch that side stand just go, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, you didn't, oh you did. <laughs> because they forget that a ratchet strap can be like 1,200 pounds of pressure. Right, you're using mechanical advantage to like basically yeah. just yeah, pull man. a lot apart or bend a yeah. steel or whatever. You know? yeah, Physics do, and shit. Do yeah. not tie them down on their side <laughs> stands, man. That shit is ugly real fast. Yeah, it gets ugly real quick. The, uh, but yeah, that's BMW is going through that right now. So every... Uh, so every one of their uh, 310s uh, is getting recalled. And I guess what they're going to do is they're going to add a piece of metal in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it because the problem is where the weld is. So I don't know if they're going to make a bolt-on thing that goes behind. Strap on. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a, a clamp-on. <laughs> the, uh, and they're off. The Wersteiner. It's a Wersteiner oh, grapefruit beer. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is very delicious. The uh, Wersteiner Stein, eine Königin auf dem 
Velt beers or something? I forget what they're. Yeah. <laughs> the queen amongst the beers. Is it? Is it the queen amongst the beers? I thought it was the Koenigin, queen. No, no, Koenigin, the mm. queen amongst the beers. Oh yeah, Koenigin. Yeah, the Koenigin Alfenbien. Mm. Oh, that's only two point five percent alcohol. That is a Rattler. Of course. That is what? a Rattler. Only two and a half percent. Two and a half percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You catch more alcohol by standing next to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's generally. That's not even worth drinking. No, yeah. that's totally worth drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So settle down, Hoff. Exactly. It's totally worth drinking. So back to the BMW 310. Yes. Yeah. In Des Moines, I did see that um, Rally Raid mm-hmm. is making a kit to ruggedize the 310. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Make it a really? proper, like, uh, a go, off, go off place machine. That's a good idea. Basically the same. I had that CB500X yeah. I put the Rally Raid kit on. Yep. And um, they're they're doing the same for the uh, the BMW 310. And I saw one out there, and it was a delicious looking machine. Yeah, it, really it looked a nice. business. Yeah, it did yeah. absolutely. And that is one of the. I mean, I do like the small bikes, and I do feel like I could take a, uh, you know, a TW 200 just about anywhere. I feel like I, you know, I feel like there are bikes that, like a TTR 225, could pretty much go across planet Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a lot more motor than that if you're just looking to a. Arrive at your destination. Correct. And it's anything else is just speed and getting there. Uh, tell us about the AK five thousand. What is all that about? Um, I'm not fully versed on what what it is exactly, but there, yeah. there there's a AK five thousand rally. Um, it's from Seattle up to Alaska, one way right. northbound. Yeah, uh, I believe they're having like. 50 cars and 50 bikes, maybe. Don't quote me this on that. This is mixed. So there's motorcycles and cars. Yeah. And it's not okay. a race. It's a time, speed, distance rally. <laughs> but, uh, it's not a ramp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's for, not a race. For, just, but we will be timing you. For all the insurance companies <laughs> the, and attorneys listening, To it's all the not people out in listener land, though, look at the, uh, just Google the AK5000 rally yeah. and look at the list of entrants. And the interesting mix of machines that are going on it, yeah. both on the car side and the motorcycle side. Um, a friend of ours from Cleveland here is going to be uh, entered into it. He is, he is entered into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And uh, we'll get him here in the future to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we need to get him in here to talk about it. So, What's he uh, taking? A DR650 Suzuki. Right. Wow. There's a couple of KLR650s. There's a couple of big BMWs. Lots of KTMs. Um, on the car side, there's everything from, I think there was a 57 Beetle. <laughs> um, there's a couple of early Triumphs, like TR4, TR6 Triumphs. Really? Um, there's there's uh, right up to, like, Jeep Rubicons and Jeep... What's What road surface are they going to be on? I think it's a mix. I think they're going... Okay. Um, it's adventure style. Gravel. Okay. And uh, there's, there's some tarmac involved, but mm. there's a lot of... Dirt roads and stuff. You you've been to Alaska, you know. Yeah. The, the, well, the, they're going across the Denali Highway. They're okay. On the top of the world highway. They're on the Cashier Highway, which highway is a loose word and very these, loose word. These, yeah. These, uh, uh, these things when they say highway, that does <laughs> right. not mean Priuses are cool. Right. Yeah. It, it is not. The highway there means y- yeah. you're going to see some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What time of the year? I believe they're going in late August, early September. Oh, okay. they call it's, that it's ten days. Unimproved roads. Yeah, unimproved yeah. roads. I believe that's I mean, what they. Are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's usually chip tar. It's it's usually chip tar and some well, small chip, chip tar would be considered delicious. A, a paved road. Chip tar yeah. is some of the, some of the other stuff of, is yeah. outright like most of the Alcan Highway now is at least chip tar. Like I, 
the, the last time I ran up there, uh, it was maybe 30% pea gravel. Yeah. And then the good parts of the road were chip tarred, which takes a tire down to nothing real fast. Like, yeah. your tire doesn't have a chance against chip tar. Do you think your old SB200 would have been able to do that? Yes. Yep, I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it'd been very respectable. Yeah, I think it, because the only thing it might get you is like keeping it at high speed for a long time. Right, but like then know. you just slow the fuck down. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's where you have to use. Mm-hmm. Like that's that trick of being like, everyone else is going sixty-five. Mm-hmm. I need to go forty-five. It'll it's do hard 55. to fucking do that. Uh, I, yeah. I think realistically, a, a good cruising speed is about fifty-five. Yeah, uh, it'll do. 65 slightly downhill tailwind. <laughs> do you miss uh, it a little bit? I do. I do. Before that, I had an 82 SP250, and I yeah. sold it back to the original owner who bought it way back when. Yeah. Um, and that's why I bought the SP200s. I, I missed it. But. So you're going to have to get a freeway-capable bike if you want to continue to not drive the Fiat out to podcasts. Yeah. I had yeah, a so. DR250 at one point. Mm-hmm. would have been perfect for you. Electric start, yeah. everything. Oh, I let that thing go away for like 800 bucks. Wow. Yeah. It'd be yours right now if I had Well, I'm, I'm going to have to find an SP something else. We'll oh, you're, you're going to stick with that. Didn't they make an SP, SP600 or something like that? Yeah, they made an SP600. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It exists. Oh, yeah. Get an SP six hundred. Yeah. You can do the L can. Do the. You can do anything with an SP six hundred. There's nothing. I mean, what difference is it to anything else that's out there? It yeah. it may be more capable than a KLR. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> them fighting words. <laughs> I, beg, I beg to differ, you awesome frissin' frissin' fresser. My KLR two fifty is okay at seventy. Yeah. But what I don't like are the hand grips are too short. The oh. grips themselves? My hands are bigger than the grips. <laughs> My, My hands hang over the sides of the grips. That's, really? That's you can buy five-inch grips. Man. I know. It's like, you don't need to keep four-inch grips on it. You can buy five-inch grips. Yeah. But just I'm just saying, the controls in an I know. Inch. But I'm just saying, though, that it, that's how yeah. short they are. Right? Well, like, yeah. I mean, it is. And you're right. It's a Barbie bike. So My that's why DR250 yeah. would do 80 mile an hour, and it yeah. was screaming its freaking oh, yeah. guts No, out. it screams at 70. I mean, it'll go it faster. Screamed but it'll it screamed at 50. It Yeah, but the XT250 at 55. I don't Our know why, mechanic, why do they have the red? What I want to know is why they have red beyond 55. It's like you're not supposed to exceed. <laughs> well, wait a second. If you're in fifth gear, it's okay yeah. to go past red. Go up to the red. You but know, the, but he's saying on the speedometer. <laughs> the speedometer at 55, the speedometer, 55, it turns 55, red. 55, then it says red, there's yeah. red line. That means you're risking your life. What year is it? Because <laughs> my, my dad has an Alfa Romeo, a 79 Alfa Romeo. After 55, yeah. it's like a, a red line there because yeah. the national speed limit. Oh, it was an 81. Was, you're oh, breaking I've got a law. Breaking yeah. along. So, yeah, but that's probably national speed <laughs> limit. You were breaking yeah. along. I've got an early 80s. Wait, that's, that's later for Schmedley. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> CSR 1000 out there. And that CSR 1000 is the most hilarious bike ever because it's a fucking, it's a goddamn Kawasaki 1000, right? It's a KZ 1000. Chain drive, all the goodness. Maybe 130 mile an hour top speed. Okay. You know what Speedo says? 85. 85. I can't drive 85. <laughs> well, you can, but you can't drive 86 because you're not sure. <laughs> right. I don't know where that needle's going to go. Officer, you can't write me a ticket for more than 85 because my speedometer will tell me differently. I don't know if that needle goes all the way back down to like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. <laughs> comes back Does she start yeah, lapping herself? I, 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 I don't know. I would, you know, if it wasn't my brother-in-law's bike, I would be tempted to take that thing out and just 
<laughs> see how far we can make that needle go past 85. Or do they put a pin in it? Like, do they put a pin, and does it just do push-ups against the pin at, 80, at like, 100? Or, like, your, your mom ever tell you, like, if you make a funny face, your face is going to stick that stick way. Stick that way. So maybe it's going to, like, stick at 85. I had a bike that I bought where the needle, the Speedo needle, was on the other side of the pin at 145 miles an hour. So I was like, was that dude going so fast that the needle jumped the pin? <laughs> or... Was he trailering it backwards and it got stuck? <laughs> was he going negative 25 and the needle just went, fuck this. And the needle was just straight up stuck against the pin so that you had to go like 35 miles an hour for it to show zero. Which was a weird calibration trick in your brain. You had to do a lot of math. Because 65 was 30. So when you're going 30, you were going 65. And I just had to remember to take 35 off or whatever speed Unless you're just like yeah, a, 25 um, when it got, you must have been going that fast. I don't know. Yeah. And then the shaft must have turned. It was indexed. Or it jumped a tooth or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it and was then, literally. And then when it went back, it, yeah. it went back that yeah. the distance yeah. returned. It was indexed at, at 140 miles per hour as zero. It was great. It was totally awesome. And I never changed the speedo on the bike. And when the guy bought it, I was like, now look. The miles thing, the miles were great. You know, it ticks off the miles and just fine. Quarter mile, like, it's on the money for miles. That's but an the odometer. The odometer's perfect. But the needle, on the other hand, rests at 141 miles per hour. And he's like, well, that must have been something. And I was like, yeah, I can't figure out exactly how it happened. But well, then. It was that way when I got it. So this is just what it is. The CL70, yeah. if you go, you move, like, 10 miles an hour, yeah. it goes right up to 60. Oh, really? <laughs> and it stays there. But then if you back the bike up, yeah. it goes back down to zero. Oh, it does really? <laughs> I've had bikes, though, where the clocks were all wonky, where yeah. it's like the speedo was just going... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's traditional old Vespas. It's like, how fast are you going? 20 to 50. <laughs> right. <laughs> how, well, really? Yeah, it's somewhere in there. Somewhere between 20 just and 50. Yeah, they're average. just, just <laughs> fucking shit. Like, that's one yeah. thing I'm working on now. Yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah. I think it was that purple and white CS5 that I had, yeah. and the TAC did the same thing. It was yeah. like... Working on GPS. Yeah. <laughs> you can okay, buy, I'm going berserk. You can buy another speedometer, or you can send yours off to Speedo King, and Speedo King will rebuild it and put a fancy faceplate on it for too much money, and it'll work fine. It'll work great. It'll work perfect. But you could like, put a... I did one, I sent one off to him one time, and I had a clear faceplate put on it. So it had the numbers, but I could see the guts of the inside of the speedometer. Oh, that's kind of cool. Kinda cool. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. Right now, I just don't have a speedometer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Vespa, dude. You don't really need a speedometer. It's just a, a phone or a GPS. That's yeah, all you need. Yeah. Very nice. I'm going to yeah. tell you. There you go. Yeah. I can calibrate your speedometer for you. The top of third gear mm-hmm. is 52 miles per hour. <laughs> so when you have third gear wound out to as fast as you should ever be going, mm-hmm. 52 miles an hour. All right. Yeah. Yeah, when you have fourth gear wound up to as fast as you should go, sixty-five miles per hour. That's yeah. true. Well, we should have a scooter ride. Everybody should do that. You got a scooter. We all have scooters. You got a scooter. Yeah. You got a scooter. Yeah. Oh, you we, don't have a scooter. We can load <laughs> a scooter. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. I have plenty of scooters he could use. I just got a Honda Metropolitan for free. Mm-hmm. For free? Mm-hmm. He rides the scooter of shame. That's the right. Place. <laughs> he rides the scooter of shame. <laughs> that would be this Metropolitan <laughs> would be the scooter of shame. I had to dig it out from somebody's porch. Mm. You know, it's one of those ones where you're like, um, yeah, uh, Cleveland Moto, I need you guys to do a pickup for me and get my bike in there and just tune it up. Uh, yeah, tune, just tune it up. Needs a, it needs a rear tire and a battery. Yeah. It was the dirt, the dirt, the ground, the earth. The earth was higher than the floorboards. Like when an animal, trying to consume it. 
When yep. an animal dies, yep. and it just melts, and it into sort the of melts into the ground, yeah. and the, the yeah. maggots have eaten it away, yeah. and time lapse photography, yeah. and that's what this one was doing. And you know what makes it better? The center stand was in the down and locked position. So the center stand on those, you can lock them. They got a Under the yep, seat, yep. plastic lock lever, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So the center stand was in the down Sorry, and locked everybody. position. I crawl under this guy's porch, and I go to grab this bike and like do what we do, right? Well, you do. You push it forward. That, that deploys the center stand and gets it out. Well, I look and see how much mud's involved and dirt's involved. I'm like, oh, shit. I see the plate expired three years ago. I'm like, well, that's never a good sign. So I give the thing a hearty high ho silver, and it doesn't go fucking anywhere. And uh, so then I start working the back end and start jiggling it and shaking it, and all the dirt's falling off of it. And I eventually bow, bow. pull it up. They had a freaking two-foot-by-two-foot two paver. But at some point, they put it on a two-foot-by-two-foot two paver, and it slid off the paver, and the paver got jammed between the center stand and the frame. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What the fuck? He's trying to move a scooter. What the honest fuck? And a buried two-foot two square. two-foot-by-two-foot two foot square paver under, like, 12 inches of dirt. This is some bullshit. I was going to go back to the truck and get entrenching tools. Because I was like, I have them. Get a fucking winch. Get a winch. Get a winch. Exactly. A mini excavator. Pull that bitch Just out. Pull of it there. out. I got a full. I got a. Fuck you. Sometimes. Yes, exactly. Sometimes <laughs> like you might. Sometimes you might have to use all of the Toyota Tundra to remove the Metropolitan. And I did fight. Do you it want out. Novocaine with this extraction? I got it out. I cursed the guy from the minute I got it out until I got it to the back of the truck. And. Got it up in the back of the truck and realized I was like, oh, this is a shit sandwich. Just drag that fucker home. I, literally, don't even put it in the truck. Just drag it on its side. Does a little dance every time it hits a bump. Boink. Gets the other side. On side. Luckily, the other We've had two of those this week. Oh, my God. We have had two of those this week. Two of those What this the week. fuck? Okay, look, people. If you're taking your motorcycle to the motorcycle shop, the only correct way to transport it is upright. You don't lie it on its side in the back of your pickup truck with no straps whatsoever. So that every time you hit the brakes, it slides to the front of the bed of your pickup truck. And every time you hit the gas, it slides to the back of your pickup truck. And the one guy was so smart that he decided not to lay the bike down on the side of the bike that was already fucked. He laid it down on the side of the bike that was nice. So now the left side of the bike's got about a quarter inch ground off of it because he had bed liner. Like like grit bed liner, like paint with sand thrown on it. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That that that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Two of them now. We got two yeah. of them in the same week that came in lying on their side. What the fuck, man? Whoever said you know how we're going to transport this is just by throwing her up in the bed of the pickup truck on her side because that makes sense. Did they never have Matchbox cars when they were kids? The Matchbox car had a motorcycle in the back of the truck. The motorcycle was upright. Dog had his head out the window. Ears blown in the wind. You know, I sent you that picture of the uh, the Harleys on a trailer. Yeah. And it was two Harleys. Yeah. With one strap over both of them on the front and one strap over both of them on the, on back, the back. Leaning, so they were to, leaning, leaning into together other, and strapped down with a four-inch fucking... With a trucker strap. With a trucker Harvey. strap. I was wow. like, uh, Harvey, i got to talk to you about this. we got to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, we they, gotta and then they picked up the KLRs, and he was like, yeah. strapping them low off of the crash bars. And I'm like, no. no. Triangles, no. baby. Triangles are your friends. Dude, yeah. like, uh, let me help you with this. But I, I don't want to offend him uh, and uh, tell him what to do, because he's been he's the vehicle guy for the city of Cleveland and everything. So I, and but we get along good. I need yet? to get along I good I like the people. term. 
I'm going to make you smarter today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to make you smarter. Small I'm going to show steps. you something that will impress people. Small steps. It's called tying a bike in the right way. I can explain Small this steps. to you, but I can't understand yeah. it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nicer if you'll be smarter. Listen to our podcast. We talked about you. And I like him, but I don't want to. Well, that's the point is you realize sometimes when people who aren't motorcycle literate gets their hands on a motorcycle, weird shit happens. You know, and it does. Weird shit does happen. Weird shit. Uh, oh, God. No. I don't understand why my bike's not running. Well, I don't know. It's shooting oil out the tailpipe. Take the dipstick out, and the oil comes out the dipstick like a fountain. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It holds two quarts. Well, three it's, tops. It's full, though. But it's full. It's full right up to the rockers. Full right to the rockers. Fucking hell. Yeah. Can't understand why the... Oh, God. Don't ever work in Whatever, shop. man. Yeah, don't ever God bless every one of you. It keeps us uh, yeah, it keeps us well paid. Yeah, it does. It keeps us in, it keeps us in the style we're used to. It keeps us in my dollar store flip flops. Miller High Life. Yeah. Miller, all right. Yeah. We're one of them highfalutin podcasts drinking our it's a champagne of beer. We were very excited. These were in glass bottles. Yeah. Normally around here, they don't let glass bottles show up. The uh, nothing really exciting on the uh, the warpath coming in. We did take in a trade in of a Kimco fifty. That we sold back in 2002. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, with 220 miles on it. Wow. Hmm. So somebody's owned a bike for like 16 years and put 220 miles on it. The thing is, they didn't de restrict it. So it goes 29. No matter what you do. Now, for people who aren't clued in, the Kimco People 50 scooter is one of the happiest scooters in the world to be 50 cc's. You de-restrict them, you'll get every bit of 50 miles an hour out of them with a big fella or two big fellas on it. They even give you a kit, don't they? They do. They do. Yeah. Two big fellas on it? Me and Chris Winters. <laughs> wow. Me and Chris Winters made one of those things go 50 miles an hour. I'm Big Spoon. <laughs> I heard that before. I called Big Spoon. I wanted to be Little Spoon so bad. We should de- we should test it with two big fellas on it pre de restriction, and then test it with two big fellas on it post de restriction. Switch. What is the restriction? The restriction is a uh, a reducer in the exhaust manifold. So it's a nickel with a hole in it. He's not kidding. It is literally a nipple a with a hole in it welded into the, the top of the exhaust header. So when you drop the exhaust off, you'll look in there and you'll be like, there's a nipple with a hole in it. And you grind that out. And then you, in the, exa- in the transmission, there's a wedding ring. Mm-hmm. I know that because it is exactly a size 10 men's wedding ring. It fits <laughs> me perfectly. i got to stack them at the house in case I lose mine. The, uh, but it's got a wedding ring between the variators. Mm-hmm. So the variators can't close in right. enough. So they can never get you into the outer ranges. Mm-hmm. And then the real hot shit setup is to take the CDI out and replace it with the CDI out of a, a Kimco Cobra. So so what's the de-restriction kit? Is it the l- lack of a ring? The or well, I think there was kit. actually a needle for there the carb. There was the carb. There was a needle for the carb. When you bought the bike, the bike came with mm-hmm. uh, a needle for the carb. And it came with, those didn't come with a different CDI. Some later bikes came with a different CDI. But those came with the needle for the carb, and they came with one other item. And the other thing was, like we were talking about earlier about the microphone, was yeah. you could grind the CDI box. The corner of it. That take was the, the corner off of that it. That was the most insane mm. shit I'd ever seen. 
You take a CDI box, a black plastic box, mm-hmm. full of demons and wiring. And smoke. And smoke. That you can let out. And you literally take one corner of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of the four corners, mm-hmm. read twice, cut once. You're like eight millimeters over or some shit. And eight millimeters over and draw a line on it yeah. and hold it up to your grinder. And just take off the corner of this fucking box. And so the circuit, the diode that eliminates, is the RPM restrictor. So somebody cut one of those apart and figured out where the RPM restrictor was in the box. That's genius. The hot, the hot ticket is to just buy a Cobra CDI. You buy a Cobra CDI, you got 12,000 RPM, no problem. Or take this CDI and literally defeat all the waterproofing. All of the epoxy, all of the isolation of this yeah. with a grinder. And then put it back in, and now your bike doesn't stop at 7,200 RPM anymore. She goes to 11. Wherever you'll take it. Wherever you want to go. Yeah. Take this up to no. explode. Take it up to 11,000. Have, have you done that before? Yes. I am it's more than once. More than once. More than once. Not a lot. Yeah. Is there a circuit board in there, or is there just components wired? Components. Together? I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's almost there's... as if they designed it to be that way because it had like a little wire that ran yeah. through the thing, and okay. you, just, you grind it, you grind it, grind. It. Oh, I see copper. Yep. Go a little bit more till you grind through yep. that copper wire on yep. the one bottom yep. right hand corner or whatever. And on some other bikes, we've had like you know cut the green wire, yeah. cut the red wire, or whatever, and that's no, not that one. <laughs> and your bike. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Well, we've had a few of them before, but this particular yeah. one was grind the edge of the case off. So you grind the edge of the CDI down, mm-hmm. and when you grind the edge of the CDI down, you remove the wedding ring from the transmission, you remove the restrictor from the exhaust, mm-hmm. and that bike would just happily run up to 55 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And with the tall wheels, too, it was very stable. Right. So and why do ruckuses just go so slow? Well, I don't know. That's a Honda thing. And, uh-huh. and honestly, because it's a Honda thing... You see the size of the exhaust pipe on that ruckus, yeah. though? It's like... Size of like a, a pretzel. So who who was here earlier when the uh, Reaper showed up? Oh my God! Or so, just you and I. Yeah, fella showed up. One of our customers showed up in a Chinese off-road vehicle. Four before of sorts. Really long wheelbase. Seating for four four adults. Made by not the Orion Company. A Corv. A Chinese off-road vehicle? Yes, a Corv, a Chinese off-road vehicle. What's that? We saw it. It had uh, it looked like a sand rail. Yes, it's, like a... it was made by the Oreo Ion Company. Oh. <laughs> Black on both sides, white in the middle. And uh, the Oreo Ion Company made this thing. And uh, I did look. They are available. Uh, they're they're distributed in the United States for by uh, um, Do We Cheat Him and How out of somewhere in New Mexico. <laughs> And they are extremely high quality. 1,100cc inline four Chinesium powertrain. What? Going through not one, but two one inch headers. So you think of any motorcycle you've ever seen with 1,100ccs, they don't normally breathe through two one inch headers. But this one does. It's two. It's it's street legal? No, 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 no. no. But, but he's he said he drove officer. here. He's a police officer, so he got a title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got a title. Uh, in Kansas and mid- Middle Earth, I mean flyover country, Central America, <laughs> no, uh, the Heartland, they they do drive these things on the road because they have now subcategories that allow. They've taken the farm plate thing to the extreme. Mm. 
So it went farm plate, plate then it went low speed vehicle. Now it went to like light duty utility vehicle. Why so would you, you, why you would get you titles for all that shit. Well, I, look at this thing. This screams, I wish I had a Hummer. I you wish know? I had a Hummer. Right. So well, don't we all? I was going to say that. Same thing. But the long and short is. <laughs> he's got that thing DOT plated. He's got an actual Ohio license plate That's on wild. that. That's shaky as a $3 bill. Well, you know, once again, catch, catch the right person at the title bureau at the right day at the right time, you might end up with the right Rose at North too. Canton? Yep. Take, right. care right. of, take care of the right flavor of donuts. That's exactly right. Shake I'm it. not saying that you're going <laughs> to do this for me, right, right, but yeah. Krispy Kreme says... Yeah. I have an ambulance... Is an RV right now. But that's <laughs> easier than, yeah. yeah, that's not hard to do. Because your ambulance came with a sink, and it came with a bed. Yep. So you didn't have to do much to it. Yeah. But it was already mostly an RV. But on the title, they just switched it right over. I know. Oh, my bus went from being a bus to an RV. Oh, really? Through the use of a garbage-picked vanity. <laughs> I mean, I garbage-picked a vanity, stuck it in there, and I rolled in with a bus, and I rolled out with an RV. Magic. And one had air brakes, which I needed a CDL to operate, and then all of a sudden it was an RV... Still had air brakes, but didn't need to CDL to operate it anymore. Mm-hmm. Go figure, America. Yeah. Because anybody in the world can drive a 72-foot-long, half-a-million-dollar house on wheels made of, you know, fiberboard and shit. You tell me the rules. America! America! Yeah! I, 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 I will comply with right. rules. Steve, go get me another beer. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't want any part of that stuff. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Carburetors, who needs them? <laughs> waka waka. Please, you give me a beer. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Dude Man, uh, Dude Man went from a Bergman 650 to a Kawasaki Versus 1000. That was the second most stressful test ride I've ever watched. I sent him out on the Versus 650 first, no bags, to call the bags off of it. Made sure he signed the liability waiver twice. Uh, mm-hmm. Took a picture of his driver's license, sent him out on the Versus 650. He did okay. I mean, he came back, right? I mean, you're going from no clutch to something with a clutch. And you're going from a seating position where your ass is 21 inches off the deck to a bike that is tall for me, you know? And uh, and he did. But then when it came time for him to ride the Versus 1000, I was like, I'm going to need a deposit. Does that have any kind of traction control? Or yes, it has all the things. Oh, could, dude, you could that, versus 1000, that Versus 1000 has a low power mode. Oh, look at that. They're, they're, now that literally is off to the races. Though, yeah, the, the Versus 1000 has a low power mode. Yeah. So I did engage the low power mode, which he commented on how fast it was in low power mode. So that was good. I took all the bags off of it. Right. Yeah. You don't want to bang them up. Don't want to bang them up. It's like taking the side panels off a scooter before you let them ride it. That's how you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Things we've learned. But he took it out, and he was gone for a while. And he, got, he was gone like, oh. I was like 20 minutes past like, do you call state police or do you call city police <laughs> to find out where your test rider is? Like For the morgue. Where, yeah. where is my dealer plate? EMS, yeah. yeah. So the uh, but he did show up. Well, you're a member of the Tao community. You could probably like just throw like something on a keychain, and you can keep track of the motherfucker while he's out on his test ride. I, unfortunately, it only works where there's Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not that. It's not there yet. It's not sat. Member of the time. If I pay a hundred bucks more, if I pay like a hundred bucks a month, we could be like these are his own words. I'm just right. using them against him. <laughs> a member of the tile community. A member of the tile community. Yes, I, yes, they know where my wallet is right now. We're in Wi-Fi signal. They can find my phone and my wallet. No problem. My keys, no regular. Yeah. 
I can make him chirp from here. But yeah, dude came back, and I was like, oh boy. But then he played this whole game with me, like, you know, well, I've talked to the Suzuki people, and I've talked to the BMW people, and they all want my money. Of course they do. And I was like... <laughs> no, they don't want your no. money. I was like, yeah, what point do people stop wanting your fucking money, pal? You know, like, Of course they do. Right. And I was like... Fuck, I want his money. So do the people at BM, so have the people at BMW let you test ride a Versus 1000? <laughs> or are you looking at a 650C scooter they can't possibly get rid of, and they desperately need you to buy their 650 scooter? He's like, well, yeah, they... they they're, they're giving me a hell of a deal on a 2016 leftover BMW 650C scooter. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a leftover 2016. Of course they're giving you a hell of a deal. And what's Suzuki giving you? Well, you know, they got the, the Bergmans there. And I mean, well, you it's the same Bergman you have now. It's the same bike. It's You haven't moved in... You haven't moved the flag at all. Oh, we're numbered, my friend. Right. And he's like, well... And so long and short of it was, yeah. So he bought, the, he bought our Versus 1000. Who would That's you cool. do if I threw you on a versus one thousand right now? What would I do? Well, I mean, I don't know. Would you have fun with it? Where would you go? Um, Just back and forth. Yeah. Would you ever want something that big and powerful? It's pretty big. Yeah, I, I, I'm more of a, a small bike yeah. kind of guy. Something that you can dominate. Something, I kinda, something I like that, that too, if right? I break my leg, I can pick it back up. Yes, yeah. and that and that's the deal with the versus. And I I will say to the end of the world. The Versus is nothing but a tall concourse. Mm-hmm. Like, the Versus 1000 is just a concourse on stilts. So it carries its weight kind of high. Oh, boy, oh, it does it does. ever. Yeah, that bike does. Holy shit. Tippy canoe. Well, I feel like I'm sitting on a fucking telephone pole. <laughs> the concourse yeah. is pretty tall to begin with. Yeah, and the Versus is a taller version of the concourse. Too. It's a concourse motor. I mean, yeah. How, how big is the tank on top? So wait, you say that's a concourse? At so least five gallons. So the... It's an inline four. Inline four. Liquid cooled. Yeah. Just like a concourse. It's a concourse. I didn't know that. It's a concourse. I'm learning Jacked up on monster trucks. <laughs> monster truck suspension. Yeah. Rip and tear. Yeah. But it, yeah. that had a nice seat on it, though. It's got that 37 pound Corbin seat on yeah. it, which is nice. Keeping, <laughs> Steve, you got, it's got a, nice a lot of gravity in it. Keep it right on the ground. Keeps the bike from flowing away. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, that's he's super happy. The guy's got about seven things he wants me to put on it, like a you know gear position indicator and you know. Right, now I want you tip to tip over sensors. About something completely off topic. Yes, exactly. Right. Thank you. Yeah, dra- drag it, pull it right off oh, the rails. Oh, now, now that you put me on the spot, I don't even know what to talk about. So cilantro <laughs> is really good to cook with. Oh, <laughs> so you got a girlfriend? Don't even try. <laughs> What's your girlfriend like? Hey, you know, um, I don't You're know if you guys younger, know. so maybe you can kind of like get us in with the young girl crowd. Or I, I have a fiance. Uh oh. Hey, okay. I don't know if you know this, but we have a Honda Beat motor uh, car, motorcycle car, motorcycle, six hundred and sixty cc. Go figure. It's either a car or a motorcycle with two extra wheels. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get this little red Honda sports car, and I was driving it around for a while. It's a lot of fun. Is that? And her? then uh, we turned the air conditioning on, and uh, it stopped it being died. a car. <laughs> it stopped being a car and it became died. a very glorified little red wagon that you had to push around. <laughs> The good news is it was really light. It's very easy to push around. Very easy to push around. Yes. So I, I did what you do when you have no sparks, and I bought a coil for it. So I bought a coil, had the coil stri- shipped straight from Tokyo J-A-Pan, and uh, they shipped me a coil, and we put the new coil in it, and we got exactly 0% more sparks than we had before. Fuck. With the new coil. So, twice as so you got coiled on that one. And we got coiled on that one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, so, so, so you just need a so, new uh, ECM or BCM or 
whatever. Yeah, whatever passes for electronic control module, right? Right. And we checked all the fuses there. We opened up the trunk. There's a big battery, a little battery there. We opened up the, the back trunk, the back trunk, trunk, hood trunk, front, whatever. Trunk. Motors in the back. So you're getting no trunk, yeah. no spark. You're getting no spark at all. Like you mm-hmm. could hold the coil wire to your tongue and no problem. <laughs> Safer game. What? What? Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, does Hall that have a uh, crank position it sensor? It does have a crank position cam sensor. Position it sensor? Does. But it'll run without it'll run without the crank position or cam position sensor, but it won't run without the hall sensor. Right. Yeah. So we do all You're the diagnostic with the other ones. So. I, I do all the diagnostic, check everything out. I can't make spark. John says, fuck this stuff. We're gonna put points back in it. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> that. <laughs> so I rent a six by twelve. Get a series seven fifty. Take the points plate out of it. Oh, no, you're going to love this. Get a 6x12 U-Haul trailer. Push it back into the U-Haul trailer. You know, one one blonde one of space on each side. Just say it like you mean it. A cunt hair. A cunt hair. Just on each side. Get it up in the trailer. And it Take starts. it over to Shane's shop. <laughs> it starts. Take it over to Shane's shop because Shane is like, Shane likes weird, cool, funny Japanese shit. Take it over to Shane. Shane like, the shaman. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge <laughs> Exactly. Challenge accepted. So, you know, three, four days go by, and I haven't heard anything. So in the back of my head, I'm thinking, ooh, must have took him a good one. Nope, got it running and been running the fuck out of it. He'd been riding all over the place. Nope, <laughs> no, no, not at all. He's like, well, um, been busy, so I haven't had a chance to look at it. Uh, he goes, so I was going through my uh, troubleshooting tree, you know, going through my, my in-brain diagnostics tree. And he goes, weirdest thing. He goes, uh... Looked in the fuse box, and the second fuse I pulled was for the PGM, and the fuse was blown. Ooh. Put a new fuse in it, and everything's beautiful. <laughs> wow. And I went, son of a... I said, the fuck you say? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, the fuck you say? We checked all the fuses. And he says, we did. Ah. You're confusing me. Hold on. <laughs> Confucius say. Uh, we checked the back <laughs> fuses. Oh, they have another second fuse box. You know where they hid the you know where they hid the second fuse box, which they call the primary fuse box? You know where they hid it? Under the tire? No. Where? They hid it in the most devious place ever. Right by your knee where they put all the fuse boxes in every other car on the planet. Oh no. Yeah, there's a panel right there by your knee that has twelve fuses in it. And so the back fuse box is just for high tension battery related shit. There was three fuses and two big relays. There's like seven or eight Normal fuses up in the front. The second one is for PGM. Yeah, computer. Uh, the only problem with this is, yeah, why did it blow the right. fuse? Because I think I energized a system that has not been energized on the car for a very, very long time, and it took it out of its operational parameters. And what so fucking system is this? Air conditioning. And the starting torques were high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I fired the air conditioning. The car stalled. Because I fired the air conditioning. Because the fire air conditioning hasn't been fired in a long time. Little tiny motor. Air conditioning is a giant load on a little tiny motor. The motor stalled. I went to start it again. What did it do? It threw a big old lightning bolt through it. And it went outside of my parameters. Blow the fuse. Protect the computer. It did exactly what it's supposed to do. We just didn't look in the obvious place for the fuse box that was in the place where they usually put fuse boxes. I was working on a Ford Transit today. Yeah. I happened to cross at least... Four different fuse blocks. What? Seriously? One under the hood. There was one to the right. I was one of the, the new, like, like the big transits or the little baby transits? Tra- high top transit. There was oh, one yeah, under the hood. Transit. There was one to the left of the steering wheel. There was one to the right of the steering wheel. There's probably 
There was a, one uh, over near the, the battery was under the seat, and there was one under there. Four mm. fuse blocks. There's two more that nobody's And who knows seen. how many are actually on there. <laughs> right. but, and there's probably know. four computers that go along with it. There's Tra- computers. Engine, transmission. Wait, is that there's a Ducati? Probably a, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a body computer, and there's probably an HVAC computer. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's, was, yeah, that's what I'm telling there's you. There's a lot of stuff. I was just trying to put a stupid radio in the damn thing. You know? I'm, I'm really not trying to get hey, to know this it, thing too Can well. you put a radio in mine? I certainly can. Because I I don't like doing that. Well, I mean, what kind of radio? Are you talking AM, FM, or like police radio? No, I want to replace one of the police radios <laughs> with a CB. Receiver. And I want, and then the other one, I want to just put a regular radio, like a, a something with Bluetooth. Yeah, I mean, I can do something that and everything like that. You know, like you got the fascia and everything. Yeah, I'll buy the I'll buy the whole mounting kit. Yeah, we can so. work on that. That's no problem. Yeah. So, when you think you got a catastrophic failure. Look for more fuse blocks. <laughs> more fuse yeah. I mean, what we do at work is, I mean, you know, the, the stupid little Harbor Freight yeah. uh, check light, gr- yeah, clamp yeah, it on yeah. ground somewhere, yeah. Yeah. and when you hit your fuses, hit both sides of every fuse. Yeah. Yeah. And just keep going. We just everywhere. thought we'd found all the fuses that were required in a 660cc Honda car. We well, figured four fuses was enough. Seen the weird Turns part out is we were wrong. I'm pretty certain four fuses is not enough in any car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. It's a little car, John. It's a little tiny car. I understand. I understand, but it's also a Honda. Okay. That's true. We should have said it's a Honda. Therefore, there must yeah. be at least a dozen fuses. Yeah. Yeah. So Which, Shane literally replaced the fuse. We also checked power to the we coil. To the now go out and buy a whole box of those fucking fuses. So every time you blow one, you can just pop a new no, one. No, I don't need to worry about it. I have an extra coil for no apparent reason. So we got one of those going. I'm just saying, it. every time you turn the air conditioner on, yeah, if it yeah. blows a fuse, oh, no problem. Well, he's testing that, and I bought a bunch of Freon. So if it's like a Japanese cars are R12, go straight are to they? the 30 amp fuse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, because they're 92. Because they're also. Yeah, they're old. Yeah. yeah they're you old. can do they're the R134 conversion and no. everything, but they don't work quite as well. No, and mm-hmm. and I'm not. I don't have access to the compressors and whatnot that would be needed to do. A no, true the, co- the compressor will work. Well, yeah, the compressor will But the uh, all the, the seals, evap the, the evaporator uh, yeah. that air dryer thing is yeah. to replace. Right. Or I could just buy well, uh, 12 or whatever. Oh, well, you're all wrong, Freon because if I go to Advance Auto Parts, they sell this kit that has this fitting, and all I have to do is take it and put it on there. <laughs> it works like me. I hold the button in, I let change. everything out, and I put the new stuff in. You can't hold the button out. You have to recover that R12. Dad, I'm not recovering shit. <laughs> you got to change the receiver dryer. He's talking about receiver dryer. Receiver dryer. That's yeah, right. I'm that's not sorry. purging nothing. And, uh, I'm just putting yeah, a little the filter bit. filter or orifice tube. Oh, fuck. Yeah, see, I, Hank and I were talking about that. Hank's an HVAC guy. Yeah. So we were talking about how the old stuff... Yeah. Was so That's much why he's better. standing there looking at us like, yeah, you guys are full of shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought 12 cans of R12 on eBay for $6 a can. Well, that's wow, cheaper that's than good. the one. Brand fucking new, right? Like brand new, dated cans. You know, you got the little, you got the little thing. Give me some of that. I'll take it, put it in my RV and convert it back to one R12. And somebody in Greenpeace died because you bought those. Uh, we used to always wait till just before coffee break, and then we'd send the apprentice up on the roof with a hacksaw. <laughs> <laughs> what? You did not hear that on this podcast. Low for a half hour. Wow. Wow. Look at that! Oh, God damn. I got, I got oh, things you and valves and ex- yeah, right, yeah. Many manifolds. Mexico or China? Yes. Oh, I, it didn't come from Houston. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> See, that's all I have on. That's all you need right, right there. This is one thirty-four. Shredder adapter. 
The straighter adapter. That's twelve A. It's replacement. But it's one thirty four A. Yeah, one yeah. So she goes both ways. Are you? Or can you use that? Twelve A. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're about to find out. So That's I'll make right. no further comment. What's twelve A? Right, what is twelve A? Twelve Alpha. As opposed to unknown. Well, it's I saying bought, that it's compatible, Wells. Right? But I could have bought actual cans from the 80s mm. with rust on them and everything. Yeah. Those were $9 a piece. That's what you're talking They've come down. You fucked up right here. Well, we're going to find yeah. out. This is fucking bullshit. This is 134 in disguise. In disguise is 12A. 12A right? replacement. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. We're going to find out. But Do they give you the extra oil? That is that a, is that it that one says it's got... Compatible oils, mineral ester. Oh, they put yeah. the esters in there. They put the yeah. esters in it, so it's yeah, not going to burn fine. anything up. I think we'll be fine. It just won't be as good. <laughs> it won't be as tasty. It, well, it's just not quite as yeah. cold. I like the yeah. I like but, the pag oil. But what the thing is, is, when you charge it, you're going to have to watch out. It says that this is equivalent. Sixteen ounces is equivalent to six ounces. Well, okay. that's okay. The problem with going right. when you do the conversion. Have you seen the size of the cars I'm driving? <laughs> yeah, <you'd be> <laughs> yeah. That this one is can, more than the car. Can do three of them. <laughs> <laughs> when you run, when you run yeah. one thirty four in a on a twenty two system, right. The head pressures are a little bit higher, so yeah. it just it has to run at a higher pressure and stuff like I'm that. I'm not at all. But it'll work yeah, perfectly I fine. Gonna, I mean, yeah. my RV is and 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 three other cars that I've done it to. Yeah, they're all functioning. They function. It's cold yeah. air. It's just not that. Ice cold air, you know. I decided I know, to go for the new cans better. as he opposed to the actual old schoolie cans. You know, it says that weight six ounces, equivalent right. to sixteen ounces. Exactly. Yeah, if right. you don't like it, you can always just let it fucking air. <laughs> you know, let, it, let it fuck it off into the environment. Where yeah. But yeah, that's the one thing I thought saw about this was okay. I was doing that. The, equi- the equivalency was like there was they were like they're like this is equivalent to a pound can. And I was like, well, what do you mean this is equivalent to a pound can? You know, pints, pints pound the world around. You going to hold them upside down when you charge it? Yeah. Hell yeah. I would suppose so. Fuck yeah. I would assume so. That's why I've doesn't always work done anyone, it. doesn't yeah. work any other way. So anyway, there you go. It says okay. right on it, you're not supposed to hold them upside down. But yeah. Who remembers when you were a kid, you could buy a BB gun in right. the back of, like, boys. I always hold my hands over and shake it. Yeah. Shake it. 3,000 BBs per can of Freon. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go down to Gold Circle buy all my Freon. You know what? Is there... Just a quick question. <laughs> Uncle Bill, when Uncle Bill's was closed. Quick question. Yeah. Oh. After Zara's was closed down, yes. Does a motorcycle exist that has air conditioning on it? Oh. Like the most exorbitant Goldwing or something like that? Have they ever put <laughs> a air conditioning? Lost air conditioning system. Where it just blows cool <laughs> air on you. I mean, yeah. like, it's legitimately. It's if I live in New Mexico. I, mean, I had a couple of bikes that had this thing. It's 120 it degrees in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately might want yeah. air conditioning on my oh, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Or like a tube I can pump into my jacket. There's got to be it. some street glide in Dubai somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they, it has happy jugs set up with Freon colors. It's got to be something. Swamp right cooler. Swamp cooler. Swamp cooler. Swamp cooler. Yeah. 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 Oh, there's a YouTube hole you don't want to go down. I do have one can of R12 left. I, I, like, I mean, I, like they, real R12. There are you shows, shows at yard sales every once in a while. You yeah. go like a yard no, sale. A pound or a 30 pound or? Well, an Irish you pound. Keg? An Irish pound. Oh, an Irish pound. An Irish six inches. I got a jug of chloridate left. Chloridate, yeah. I've got two or three rolls of asbestos. But does anybody in podcast have quaaludes left? That's what we want to Is that a dentist? Well, I mean, but you still have medical office. Can we get medical grade nitrous? Yes. 
Well, fuck. What the fuck you been holding out for? Right <laughs> I know. What Dude. Right yeah. car right now. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that fucking stuff from the hot rod shop makes this you sick. I don't think it's a great idea. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, the nitrous <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be the helium nitrous podcast. <laughs> Do you know the event that I didn't want? To, we what do you mean? <laughs> the James Earl Jones on one side, yeah. the Squeaky Mini Pro on the other side. It's pretty <laughs> great. Uh, I wanted to do an event at, at AMA Vintage Days. I forgot to do because we were having too much fun doing other crazy shit. But I wanted to do the thing that uh, they were talking about with the BMW Challenge, where they put the pie plate up on the hillside, and then you got to put the 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 blackout glasses on, so you can't see nothing. Blind. Blind. And you got to ride to the pie plate blind. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good so you get Lord. to see where it's put, you know. There's the pie plate. Yep. Put the goggles on. Now you got to put the blinders on and now Use ride the your motorcycle. Force, young Jedi. Use the yeah. force, circles. Use the arrow stitch, my young <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> I'm out Feel on the pie Oh, I think that'd be hilarious. I mean... I mean, fun. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, we you all can ride. the EMS truck. You can all ride motorcycles. <laughs> but how far have you ridden a motorcycle? Izzy's closies. And then we'll do ne- next. One we'll do wrong way riding. You're I've actually heard is. about people like the syringes and um, the Atacama Desert in He'll South be America. Hold on, we got we got something. We got stuff. No, they, guys, talk about that being in the the, the salt plains in um, South America, in Chile or Peru or wherever it is down there, and um, Toledo or whatever. Yeah, but just riding on this like completely open salt plane and just closing your eyes and see how long you can close your eyes and your mind tells you to open your There's eyes There's nothing you, you, you can hit right you feel but you feel like you're falling over or you feel like you're gonna hit something so so you take away that visual input yeah and everything goes to hell yeah, yeah. it's like That's being in an anechoic chamber if you're in an anechoic chamber you yeah. turn the lights out yeah. yeah you feel like you're gonna fall down okay. because you're used to hearing like sounds bounce off walls, right. and you don't really realize. You don't realize you're echolocating. Or on a bike, you see the horizon, and you keep yeah. yourself like okay. Because we used to go in the. They had an anechoic chamber at, in, down at CSU. Yeah, and we used to take a case of beer in there <laughs> and <laughs> go in there and start drinking, and then turn off all the lights, and then you're and walking then in this thing and just over. fall. <laughs> it was. It yeah. was I mean, drunk games. So. College. Higher education, but no, I think it would be good with that BMW thing with the, you know, the blackout I, eyes and going up the hill. Yeah, if we had potato cannons. Oh, get to launch at the guys. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Ooh, I do. That, that would be fun. Is, potato mortars. Uh-huh. I think it'd be fun. I don't care what kind of bike you're on, but yeah, put a pie plate out. You know, put a put a paper plate out there, and you know, there's your paper plate. You know, ride to it, get there, and then. Have each of us take an attempt and see who can get the closest. Mm-hmm. You know, do they tell you to stop when you get to the end? Like when you get to the like oh, sure tell to you it? to stop before you got to the edge of the cliff. You know, I mean, <laughs> at some point somebody's going to be like, "All right, it's not Probably. fun anymore." He's got to stop riding. You know, I think the worst thing you could do in a challenge like that is be a fucking twat about it and and like not like if you just try to dibble dabble and go like slow and yeah. ride where do you think the pipe late was? Yeah. No, you gotta get on the bike and just be like pie plates there. Oh, I totally agree. In thrust we trust. I fucking, absolutely agree. Bah, 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 I'm a, I'm I should be on the fucking yeah. pie plate, jump off the bike. Like, yeah. well, the longer you go, the more you'd veer exactly. off. Exactly. I think, I think you have to go. With, yeah. And yeah. the more speed you have, the more uh, 
pain so, you're going to endure. Centrifugal force, <laughs> yeah. you have, you're not going to be so tippy. You're going to go more in a centrifugal Anybody, Anybody who shoots a lot knows that if you're an instinct shooter, you, you see a thing, you shoot it, you're not drawing a sight picture. You're just... Muscle memory. Muscle memory. And you'll know that the longer you can turn that down, the longer you can... Yeah. The, the more time you put in, the more inaccurate you're going to be. So it seems the motorcycle, it's the same thing. It's just like, I'm going to that pie plate. I see the pie plate. Off I fuck. You know, I want to be there as quickly as I possibly can. Go for it. And go for it. And then like, okay, foot down now. Boom. Done. It's better than being like, okay, creepy crawly, creepy crawly, because then your brain gets in the no, way. There's no way you can even do it. Yeah. No. So that'd be very interesting. I'd like to try that sometime. No, but it was good, shooting. Good drunk event. Yeah. You want, like, John's son to fire as soon as possible because he's got such a swing on that jet. <laughs> that broken chair is going to kill you. All right, so you okay, I have to let podcast listeners do this. Steve is riding an office chair that has a lever on it that you push the button, the office chair sinks down to its lowest position which drops him about eight inches. And about every 12 minutes or so, for no goddamn good reason, Chris will reach out with his foot and hit the lever and make Chris get 12 inches or eight inches shorter. It's hilarious. Or Steve gets eight inches shorter. However, every now and then it just does it on its own. Randomly, it just happens. The next time it happens, I'm punching Chris in the balls. And every time... punch! I'm going to punch right in the balls. Throat punch. Every time Steve thinks it's hysterical. (laughs) It really gets a charge And for the record, it's only gotten funnier from where I'm sitting. (laughs) You know why it's so funny? Because I have the same chair at work. Oh, you do? And every single time I eat... Somebody hits the button and puts me down on the ground. I'm trying to eat. I'm like, go get me another beer. So somebody's been doing this. <laughs> and a highlight, too, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my Maybe God. Maybe it's not everyone else, Steve. Maybe it's you. Oh, my God. <laughs> to be fair, there are more levers on that chair than I've ever seen. That's And that's not an expensive chair, but yeah. there are three levers. It's there. highly leveraged. It is. <laughs> extremely, they've leveraged that fucking to oblivion. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yay! Fresh beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never bought a good office chair unless it's for my wife, in which case I'll I'll pony up and buy the good ones for Merritt. Because, yeah. you know, hey, Dr. Waters. She's worth it. You know? She's worth it. I mean, look how much money she's bringing in. I, mean, I know. Like, it's exactly that. Come on. What the fuck? I mean, I'm over here running this operation. Not looking into bad. the ground. Not yeah. looking bad for a 40-plus-year-old. Hey, here we go. Game on. My wife is in Northern California right now, just like an hour north of San Francisco. Can we give a shout-out to Meredith? We can give a shout-out to Meredith. She's at the Blue Mountain Meditation Center, or actually oh. BMCF, in Tem- right Temecula, on. California. And, uh, yeah, she's out there getting her chi on, heavy-duty chi. Chi yeah. on. Yeah. She's getting that, that game on. So, yeah, they're, she's just basically out there securing for us a future so that when I decide to fuck off out of Cleveland I have somewhere else to go I and, like uh, it that's kind of poetic justice just right off into the fucking sunset yeah out yeah. to the west coast like, leave you know all what? your debts behind leave all my debts behind fuck all this go and go. just fuck off <laughs> I'm leave a to, note on the desk that says Renee and James I'm going it's to the commune I'm going to commune happy trails to you until we meet again <laughs> so, yeah. Nick is like, holy shit, hard, these guys are old. <laughs> hard not to get into the, the Van Halen. He's the only one, one that doesn't like, he's like, what the fuck are these guys doing? 
Everybody else yeah. is like, yeah, Roy Rogers. I've been trying to draw Nick out. On when it. Become, Come on, when, Nick. When, what do you have to say? When my, say? Wife, when my wife becomes in charge of the Blue Mountain Center for Meditation, uh, when she becomes the operator of that, we're all coming the out. Amra. I, I'm the yeah, center of blue ball, center of masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you accredited? That's yes, absolutely. <laughs> all I can say is that we're going to have a like a 120 acre dirt bike riding park. Fuck yeah. yeah I'm in. Within sight of Highway 1 and the West Coast. You know. Can we shoot too? No, you're not allowed to have guns in California. No. Oh, no, you oh, are bullshit. absolutely allowed that to have guns in California. That is fucking bullshit. I have There's a whole other part of California that you don't that. realize yeah. exists that's yeah. not on the yeah. West Coast. There's a whole no, reason. No, it's all on the West Coast. There's a whole reason. <laughs> I think they're trying to be Northern California There's right now. There's plenty of California. There's a reason no, part of rejected. California wants to secede oh, from California. Yeah. But, yeah. So we'll see if someday my future mailing address is... An hour north of San Francisco. I shot a gun in California. We will we will be having a totally different kind of podcast out there uh, because it's going to be the the like flying podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got the Miller yeah. High Life podcast. We, we may waters, be cutting down some trees so we can have our own air. You know, I think I speak zone. for everybody at this table <laughs> yeah. that that's a very bad idea. It's a horrible idea. You should never do that. No, we should never be able to make a left hand turn twenty minutes from where we're sitting and get no. on Highway One. No. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, PCH would be a terrible place for us to ride motorcycles. Absolutely not. Worst idea ever. You cannot fucking do that. No, we can't do that. No, no. no. Stupid. 25 I mean, minutes maybe, Redwood Forest, probably worst idea ever. Probably yeah. fucking ruining your whole life. Mm. I'm However, serious. dear Renee and James. <laughs> <laughs> so, the shit, you might be the shit show is yours. <laughs> I write to you from the side of the US-1. I've just logged. I've enclosed the six documents that you'll need to prove that this business is entirely yours. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's it. I'll don't see you on the other don't side. Hold it against me. I've, gift, I've gifted you an entire business. That's it. Yeah. Quote unquote business. Yes, exactly. Define yeah, business. No, no. Quote unquote gifted. I know. You're right. I'm gifted. Yeah. Yes. In the German sense of the term gift. Yeah. Exactly. I think more in the Jewish sense of the word. All of its holdings. That's exactly. All it. of its holdings and all of its debts. And all of it. Yes. 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 All, uh, yes. Exactly. Yes. All of those customers are now yours. Goodbye. Go fuck your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Someday, other play, other people have retirement accounts. Someday, yeah. The good news is I'll have just paid it off. I'll yeah. just, I'll have just officially owned the building when that happens. So you know, that's cool. <laughs> Mortgage free. Here's your keys. Have fun. You can telecommute. I mean, we could just like set up like a, uh, my, you know. Have a computer with you on it. We'll do the- <laughs> wait, wait. You want him to have a virtual presence here? No, I'm thinking we just do quarterly podcasts. We just do a quarterly podcasts. We'll just fly you guys in on the cheap. We'll just get, you know, it's one of those deals where you transport cars and you get paid to do it. I'm, I'm yeah. all for that. Driveway service. Driveway service. There you go. Exactly. I mean, yeah. airfares are not that ridiculous. Yeah. If it's like three or $400 every quarter. Exactly. I will totally fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get there, you have a place to go fuck off for like a week. Mm-hmm. I need to fuck off for like a week. Yeah. You shoot guns, ride motorcycles, fall down. Fuck Speaking yeah. of retirement, yeah. on a sad note, Baja. one of my favorite podcasts, Wild Ride Radio with Dallas Hageman, is done. Ding. What? Mm. 
He moved. He moved from Texas to Florida, and so, so I'm very sad. He decided to change. They don't have the wiring down. No, he decided that like he didn't want to do it anymore. But you know what? I like the guy. He had a really good. Yeah, he had a really good. Podcast. He's actually on the radio in a number of markets. Oh yeah, yeah I never so, heard of him. All these oh. podcast guys, a bunch of assholes. Bunch of <laughs> I don't know. I like the guy. I, I'm sorry to see him go, and yeah. and good luck to him. So, I mean, if you guys aren't listening to the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, you probably should. They're fun. They're great people, and they recently came out and did Mid Ohio with us. And I'm going to give the the obligatory retweet of a story that was one of my favorite stories of my life so far. Days before riding cross-country out of Santa Cruz, young Henry, young Henry, mm-hmm. was riding his Motoguzzi Rosa Corsa and got fucked over by a car driver who proceeded to kill his Motoguzzi Rosa Corsa. As they do. As they do. And he murdered this guy's Italian motorcycle. And, you know, young, young buck, 25 years old, got up, issued the requisite epithets and realized he had six or seven days to prepare for a cross-country tour. And this bike was now dead. So he went and found himself a V-Strom 650. Not the worst thing to do. And he and Bex, on her Triumph uh, uh, Trophy, speed triple trophy, trophy, yeah, um, 955, rode across America and ended up at mid-Ohio and had a goddamn good time. 955i zip tie. 955i with all the zip ties you can handle. The wood in the rim is free. The lumber in the the lumber in the tire of the sidewall, the sidewall of the tire is absolutely free. That's to balance it. It is. It's lumber balancing. So, but they rode across America and they had a great adventure and they got to Mid Ohio and they were spectacular and they were, they were the spirit of motorcycling. I mean, they really were. And he's the spirit of dealing with the situation by buying a motorcycle and back on the mission, right? And yeah, he's eventually he's going to get an insurance check because he didn't fucking kill that bike. Somebody else killed it for him. But for now, he's got a thing to do, so he's going to do it. He's not going to, not going to sit at home and cry in his beer. He's going to go out and have an adventure. And he did, and that son of a bitch has got a true adventurer's spirit. And he did Mid-Ohio like a pro. First time Mid-Ohio can be overwhelming to people. And he hung with it and experienced all the things and dealt with us having explosive blowouts on the bus right in front of him on his... SV or his V Strom 600, 650. Throwing shrapnel at him. Throwing shrapnel at him and shit. And he held with us and he stayed with us when we were broke down on the side of the road. He didn't have to, but he did. He was our shadow pacing behind us with not one but two blown out tires. And we had to sit and wait two or three hours. He hung with us. So he gets the goddamn Spirit Award. So then he's on his way home and makes it to like. They closed a road in California that caused him to get off the normal path and get on the not-so-normal path. And he's about an hour or so outside of Santa Cruz, give or take. And some lady in a blue Tesla tries to kill him by completely not acknowledging that he and Bex were coming at her and she should yield to them because they have the right-of-way and she had a stop sign. And she pulled directly into their lane of travel in her Tesla. And he made an S or a Suzuki V-Strom 650 into like a fucking metal accordion Oof. in the passenger oh, no. door of her Tesla. Shit. And he did the whole goddamn Hal Needham fall guy business right over the hood, mm-hmm. right over the roof, and flying cannonball landed on the ground, tumble, 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 stop. 
and was going at no short clip when this happened. State trooper saw it happen, throws the lights on, comes over. He's on the ground. State trooper lost his shit because normally he's talking to a fatality at that point. And young Henry is up and coherent and having a conversation about what happened after this 65 to 0 rapid deceleration moment. I'm sure his name was not Bruce Willis. Dude, fucking <laughs> unkillable, right? So the lady continues to fuck off in the Tesla. But she and the, took off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She oh. left. Do you know what happened? Lousy cunt. Hold on. <laughs> the Tesla acknowledged that it had been in an accident. Oh. And so the Tesla pulled over to the side of the road without her permission. Ain't that a wow. thing? That's oh, awesome. nice. Ain't that a thing? So there was no need for a pursuit because the Tesla said... You've been involved in a crash. And she went, was that the loud noise? And it said, we should pull over to the side and take a, a think. And put these handcuffs on you. I <laughs> swear yeah. to God. So the Tesla pulled her over. Pretty Dave, rad, I think. Dave, Good, I yeah. think Sanctimonious. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. You can't flee this crime scene. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty rad. Uh, and Henry rocked on. And like hours later, he was in their podcast. Like didn't really? even... Ah, if I, if a woman in a Tesla pulls in front of me and causes me to smoosh a bike into her car, there will be two helicopters. <laughs> one, one for me, for, one for the bike. Yeah. One for her, because I'm going to beat the living shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But he just fucking troopered up. Like, dude, this guy's, Henry's got to be made of some special stuff. What bike did he buy next? We don't know. Well, this just, this all just happened on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Get him on the blower. Call it right fucking out. Yeah, she was behind me. <laughs> oh, oh, Edith, get him on the blower. That up. Yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent follow-up question. What's that? Was his riding partner with him? Yeah, Bex was right behind him. So she's laughing her ass off. Well, I'm no. She said she had to make a decision whether to pursue the blue Tesla mm-hmm. or to go help her friend, help your friend. Her, her travel buddy, help right? Or head back to. Oh, fuck off, yeah. I'm going home. Back to, no, Mid- back to Mid-Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> they, they doubled up on the uh, Triumph. They doubled up on the Triumph and, and rode all the way, the rest of the way back to Santa Cruz. Oh, they downloaded his essential gear, doubled up on her bike, and Poor off they fucked. So, so how's he doing? I mean, injuries? i got to tell you, on a podcast, he sounded fantastic, but I'm inclined to believe it was Crash Adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking permanent lifetime disability. Oh. I'm thinking, you know, my peepee doesn't work anymore. I can't um, go near cars. Uh, I'm going Bex right is to giving the reach around. Be all, no, it can't ever happen again. There's, there's going to be trauma. all kinds of problems. My oh, leg, being, my arm, my knee, my back. Yeah, I'm going to be in the, I mean, court, I mean, the hospital for at least the next for life, five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate to be that way. The God, sometimes the way to the hospital. Shit. Right. So, yeah, that was the game. Man. I mean, I'm already on the verge of fucked up for life. I'm just looking for an excuse to get a fucking <laughs> I'm thinking his crash gave that one more percent. I might be 25% disabled because I had to tell the story. The, uh, but that is really a thing. And, and Henry is just... Henry's the nicest guy in the fucking world. Y'all met him if you were at Mid-Ohio. He's Iron Man. Yep, yep. Apparently, you can take a hit like a son of a bitch. I mean, like... Well but done, they, they, got, they got soft roads out there. Hey, Mom. Well, apparently, the Tesla's just made, made a nerf. Young, strong one, too. <laughs> you know? Was he yeah. a wrestler in high school? I don't know, but he's apparently a tumbler these days. He must have done a good yeah. sh- He got over top of the car. Good. And not into it. Take the high road. Take the high road. When in doubt, go high. He yeah. got over the top of Bex, too. 
Yeah. It was, I mean, come on. This is well, just. There's, okay. Look, uh, I won't make any comments. We're not going there. But mm-hmm. what I will say is, here's to, here's to him for doing that. Now, two crashes in three weeks. Totals out two bikes in three weeks. Oh, boy. Don't get in an airplane with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Things yeah. happen in three Helicopters are out of the question. Talk about Richie <laughs> I mean, Valens, yeah. huh? Yeah, I'm not getting anywhere near this guy. <laughs> anything the, heavier than I don't the, want Where were the movies where like, everybody's doomed to die and yeah. one, like somehow they cheat death, but yeah. like death is coming to catch them? Henry's anyway. got it, man. Henry's got it. So God yeah, bless. Well, I don't know if you believe in God, Henry, but mm. still God bless you anyway. Yeah, no, right. very cool, man. Good Whatever for him. Whatever kind of uka we can put on you. Right on, right on. <laughs> but that's one of those things. It's like you don't always die. You don't always die. Sometimes you fucking shit hammer into the side of a fucking car, and you tumble, and you get up, and you're there talking to the trooper, and the trooper's more freaked out than you are. You're fucking alive? Adrenaline protects you like crazy, though. I had a moment like that whenever I wrecked my... I jumped my bicycle, and I broke the front forks off. Uh, <laughs> I, I caught a lot more air than I thought I was going to catch. Um, I clapped out old BMX. Yeah. It broke and a lot more, and then the, the front the front wheel <laughs> laid on the ground, and I landed on it. And my front axles the front axle stuff yeah. were, were real long because I got the like, oh, yeah, I had the to rebuild pegs? them. Well, I had to rebuild them, so they were uh, they stuck out like two inches. Uh-huh. I landed flat on it and poked right in my chest. <laughs> so when I got off of it, I had spoke marks, radial spoke marks on my, and it poked like you looked like the wheel of fortune. <laughs> yeah. And I had this, like, the white meat was hanging out and stuff like that. Ugh. And everybody was like, dude, you have a fucking hole. I can see your heart beating. Oh. <laughs> I, can your heart. I can see your fucking heart beating, dude. Ugh. And I'm like, what? What? And they're like, dude, you're really pale. And I'm like, I went into shock. And then the ambulance came, and they took me, and then the doctor stuck his fucking finger <laughs> all the way up through the, th- the third nut, you know. Because he said, I've never done this he before. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. A little bit could have been worse. A little least, bit to the left. You at least they dead. didn't, least they didn't call dead. the priest. i got to huh? push the white meat back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there was like a chunk of fat hanging out. A little fat kid jumping his BMX. No. Oh, <laughs> My daughter oh. came home, and she... <laughs> From skating, and she had sliced her chin open, chin open yeah, we and the fat that. was hanging. Oh, well, I did that one too. I did that. So one she's too. like, "I have to." Kids yelling at me. You have to go to the hospital. And yeah. Maggie's going, "You have to go to the hospital." And I said, "Here, I'll fix it." I pushed it back in, and I put a piece of duct tape over them. Fixed. Best dad ever. <laughs> Twelve stitches. Bullshit. Two inches of duct tape. That yeah. girl. So my story is, <laughs> no I did that. Deductible there. Yeah. I went to the hospital. Yeah. I came back from the hospital with. Five stitches in my chin, yeah. my legs, my knees, my elbows, my head all wrapped up because the Nada ramp is a pussy compared to what I thought. Well, of course, did. everything I built when I was a child made the Nada ramp look like a pussy. <laughs> the Nada ramp is calibrated for 48-year-old men. You know what my loving father did to me? 52. 52. My loving, my loving father whooped my ass with a belt. With five stitches in my chin, right. all fucking bundled up. Already the lost the fight. Because you, you were a dumbass. What are you doing, dumbass? Life cannot suck worse <laughs> than right now. I'm getting my what? ass beat for yeah, almost dying. Bro. I'm in fucking pain. I'm being inflicted with more pain. Yeah. And your dad's holding your painkillers like, you're not getting any. <laughs> what the fuck were you fucking thinking? Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You know how much money that's going to cost me? 
I'm not there. I think we all need to remember to ride fast and take chances. Press the fucking 